Speak, please. Hi, my name is Mwanje, and I like long walks on a beach. Um, yeah. Big asses and titties. Mm-hmm, that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Today in, in the, the building. building. All the way from Cincinnati, Ohio. Today. Really? Okay. Let's start the podcast. What do you do, family? It's episode 37 of Young, Black, and Opinionated, and I am just happy today. How about y'all? I'm happy as well. You're happy? How are you, Lassie? I'm gay as well. I was about to say that, but I was going to let you do it. I you was going to have me. A lot of people don't know gay means happy. I was going to so, say that, too. But like, this, is, this is facts. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you sing Flintstone, have a gay old time. Yeah. Like, That's where I learned it from. Right. <laughs> I'm not gay, though. Who I'm happy. I'm just happy. You are gay. We're all gay. <laughs> Wherever you gay. So I'm not gay. <laughs> right, next, we're going to be on SoundCloud, and there's going to be rainbows on our, uh, our logo. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Petty. <laughs> episode 37, y'all. Episode 37. We got almost 40. Yeah, almost 40. We got um, three yeah. more episodes, and we so, did. Uh-uh, I just turned 25. I don't know about Hilarious. that. Hilarious. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R-E-E-S-E-B-E-R-R-A. Four wise. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. I see. And I am Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E. I was trying to think of my social media. Follow you somewhere. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCreme Lola. And if you would like to follow me on Tumblr, it's at Branded Heroin. And it's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. And uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Mwanje, um, and IG, Mwanje, M W A N J. Once again, that's Mwanje Gemini on Snapchat, Twitter, and Tumblr. And we have a great show for you guys. This we week. do. Great show for you guys. Have you guys listened to Father and Son, United Way? I did not get a chance. And in, in Milwaukee News, I didn't. You didn't. Did, um, you, did you check it out? Yeah, I did. It was only 20 minutes. Um, okay. So, United Way, they do a podcast. And what's so unique about it is that they have, um, they talk about fatherhood a lot on there. And mm-hmm. um, that's good. In this particular episode, they had um, Shannon Reed, who's the director of innovation, innovative strategies for boys and young men of color in United Way. And he had his son on there, Shannon Reed Jr. Um, so, they just talk about being, you know, just being black and, um, in the city of Milwaukee, and uh, they talk about just different tips on, you know, how to be a father to not only your your kids, but you know these kids out there in the street. Mm. Um, I'm gonna play a little clip for you guys if I can, if that that's cool. Um, yeah. Just one second here. I have the conversation with them and talk with them. Hey, I didn't have that, but I'm here. And if there's going to be something that you're going to encounter, talk to me. Because I'm going to give it to you not only with a little bit of a little bit of roughness, um, but it's also going to come with a little bit of love um, and some compassion. Um, because that's not what you're going to get when you go outside the doors in the city of Milwaukee. There's not a lot of compassion. There's not a lot of tough love. It's it's that you may go out and you may not come back. And so I think in my growing up. And in my learning, and I'm still learning, that I had to teach my kids that as well, that you need to be able to um, do things from a perspective of you be respectful, um, shake hands. And when you shake hands, shake them sternly and look the person in the face so that, that they know who you are. So that was a little clip from um, from the podcast here. 
of uh, United Way uh, podcast, Father and Son. And that was Shannon Reed that you're um, listening to. And he was just basically telling, like, if he had to give tips to fathers on what they could do. Um, and basically saying just being there. But he also could even drop some gems, too, of just know who you are. You know, shake your hand and shake firmly and look the person in the eyes so that they know who you are. So um, I thought it was I thought it was deep. And then I, I want to talk to you guys about the fact he said that when you step out those doors and mm-hmm. sit and walk it, it's not a lot of compassion, not a lot of tough love out there. So what do you guys think about that? Like, do you feel that sometimes in the city and when you watch the news, especially, and that's all they talk about. But um, I found it interesting because in, in a sense, yeah. Um, and I think um, a big part of it is because of what we see on the news and what we kind of see on the Internet, social media, what people right. share, things that happen. And especially if you I don't know if you ever read like the news comments and the things people say, like people right. have no compassion yeah. no matter what the situation or what happened is. So I think it's very true, um, especially it's kind of a. In a sense, like a dog eat dog eat dog moment right, that we're in right. with the city because everybody's just trying to be safe because you don't know you don't know what right. happened. So I I can agree with that. Um, and being that he does care if he's talking to his son or whomever, um, <clears throat> just let them know like I care. But once you step out them doors, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Lassie, what you think? I agree with Reese. Um, it pretty much is like that. Like you on your own once yeah. you right kind of out here and hey, yeah, it it really sucks. Yeah, I remember. Um, it's not father son, but it was um, uh, Maya Angelou. She did a master class before she died, and she was talking about her. Her mom just was always there for her because she had her son when she was like seventeen, and she said she told her mom like, um, "I want to move out. I want to be on my mm-hmm. own or whatever." And she said her mom just looked at her and told her like, "You know, I trust you to do what you're gonna do, but just let just one thing. When you step over this this door frame, remember I raised you to right. be a certain way. So mm-hmm. remember like." You know, you can always come home. You can always come to me, but don't basically don't be going out there acting a fool. Know who you are. Know what you what you were raised like. So, yeah. um, I always found it interesting. That's one of my favorite master classes was her, because yeah. um, it made me think of my mom. So definitely, I think that's that's good advice. Right. Um, yeah, it's good for people to hear too. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely say it's only twenty minutes out your day, twenty oh six. So it's twenty minutes out <laughs> your day. So uh, just take a look and listen to it. And um, I think. Um, this, this, it'll, it'll raise a good crop of, of, uh, men that will, you know, that will look after each other and take care of each other and, and help, uh, you know, shape the city. And I saw it to Jen too. She the one actually told me to listen to it and I took a listen to it. I was at work and yeah. So. And again, where can people find it? Um, it's United Way, um, podcast. Uh, so it's United Way GMWC.org. That's United Way GMWC.org. So. <laughs> Um, and yeah. is it just father son each week or something different? Um, it's something different. So I, I actually took a look, and I think they are on. Um, if you go, if you have an um, iPhone, if you go to the uh, podcast app and just type United Way, uh, they got different. They were just talking about uh, some titles I saw was sex trafficking. You know, that's kind of big in the city mm-hmm. too. We talked about it on prior uh, prior episodes or previous episodes. So um, so yeah, just take a look, and um, you know, fathers out there, you know, just be in your child's life, just be there, be present. So mm-hmm. and uh, that could be definitely make a difference in the future so so yeah so definitely some walking um, news yeah i also had a um, another article i seen um this guy he's actually working with um some of the youth in the community mm. um with the basketball league or a team um so uh basically the article is about his name is steven luster um he just kind of works out with young boys i think from second grade to the sixth grade mm-hmm. um and he created this basketball team the milwaukee ballas uh, b-a-l-l-a-z elite um, so he kind of mentioned that his coach, um, that coached him and he was like a mentor to the people and children in the neighborhood, he passed away and there was like really nothing to do in the neighborhood. So he kind of felt like in a sense, it was time for him to step up and do something. Um, so him and his friend kind of 
basically kind of crafted this team. They said it started small with like 10 boys and every time it just kind of grows. Um, and I'm looking at the pictures. I used to play, we used to practice AAU in this mm-hmm. auditorium. So it's pretty cool because I know exactly where they are. Um, so it, they just kind of have some comments from the young boys. One guy, little boy was like, you know, when I first came here, I couldn't dribble, but now I can. So, and I guess Aww. in a sense to me, you know, yeah, like stuff like that matters to kids where they're learning something. And like we said, in, in this area that we're in with the city of Milwaukee, it's kind of a dog eat dog city. Like you see five year olds getting shot, nine year olds. And for right. them to have something to do in the gym, that's great. Right. Um, so basically it just, just kind of him talking about the experiences and they got pictures of them playing basketball. And I mean, if anybody out there listening, I got kids, um, I believe again, second to sixth grade, um, definitely, um, sign them up, um, have them play for the team. Um, they also have, um, information about donating. Um, or like I said, if you have a child that's interested in joining, um, you can email the coach, coach Lester at 20th street ballers at gmail.com. So two zero T H the word street B A L L A Z at gmail.com. So I just thought that was pretty cool. Um, I just like to see good stuff going on in the community, especially with, uh, young black boys. So definitely shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to Milwaukee. Um, and we also got another topic, uh, suggestion, um, from our YBO Facebook page. So shout out to that. Um, so Jamie wrote us, um, she said, um, how about examining the state of black youth today regarding the grooming or lack thereof of the black youth and adult into adulthood? I see a growing problem of youth who are lost because they have not been properly equipped with the tools needed to navigate life successfully. I believe an open discussion is needed on the cause of the loss of kids today, as well as a potential, as well as potential solutions. So I guess, Mwanja, you being a young black guy, what's your, what's your take on that? Um, I think, um, like on the lines of uh, even di- dipping into the father and son podcast, I think on the lines of what men need to do is just, we have, we got to not be afraid to step out to youth that are not ours. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the young mm-hmm. boys, um, and, and girls too, but mm-hmm. in this case, men, the boys that, that are not ours and giving them a helping hand. Cause you never know that what their attitude is at home. You got a single mother that's trying to mm-hmm. raise that son and they can only go so far of how, you know, how much they can raise them. There's a lot of things that a man can teach them, like how to, like I said, how to shake hands and mm-hmm. be firm yeah, and look at them in the eye and, you know what I'm saying? Like, let them know, let them know that I'm here. So if you got something to say, say it to me and I will, and, and be able to articulate their ideas. I think a lot of times too, a lot of kids are, they lash out or fight or get frustrated because they have this idea stuck in their head and they don't know how to articulate it properly. So how do they do it? They essentially did, you know, they fight or, you know, join, string, join gangs where mm-hmm. the gang is like, look, we'll protect you. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I think that one of the bigger things is, and my, I myself, I need to do that myself is just essentially just step out and, and, uh, educate younger kids, um, and try to show them away. You know what I'm saying? So, so I think that, uh, hopefully that answered the question, but. Yeah. yeah. There definitely have to be some stuff done because it's, it's crazy out here. Yeah. I see. You got any thoughts? Um, yeah. I was thinking about the part where she said um, that they aren't properly equipped with tools needed to navigate life successfully. Mm-hmm. And it just got me thinking about why. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be due to a number of reasons. Their environment. Um, right. Lack of parent caring or not even I wouldn't even say that some some parents don't care some people some people parents are single parents and they're working so hard Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. aren't there you know Mm -hmm. so they're still absent but it's not because they don't care it's just because they're trying to support for their kids um right because I mean it just made me think growing up my mom was never there to help I wouldn't say she was never there but she worked a lot so she was she didn't help us with our homework 
you know? Mm. Yeah. I helped my little brother. If mm-hmm. I needed help, I kind of figured it out. Yeah. Looked at the back and answer key. Something. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the teacher hate giving out odds because the answer was in the back. Right. But no, like, it's a lot of reasons. And it made me think, even in one of my um, closest friendships, we got into it because um, years ago, because I always grew up knowing what was proper to wear to an interview. Mm. And he went to an interview with jeans and a polo. And mm. I was like, what you doing? Yeah, I pretty much I <laughs> I have to I have to back then younger Lassie was very uh close minded, if you will. Mm-hmm. I had to remember that people were raised differently than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um right. So, you know, I'm like, that's not what you wear, you're dumb. Why mm-hmm. would you wear jeans? You right. know? Um and he's like, Well, I've always worn jeans to so all of my interviews. And it mm-hmm. made me sit down and think. And I was like, really? I was like, do you really not know what you're supposed to wear? Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation about it. And next thing yeah. you know, he had dress shoes. He had ties. He yeah. learned how to tie a tie himself on YouTube. Um, he had button-ups and slacks. So he ended up turning around. But I think that's what's missing. Like, that's what some kids are lacking as yeah. far as, you know, if we're talking about life tools. Yeah. That, that's a necessity. Yeah. You know, once they get older and start yeah. getting there. But... Like Moanja said, you got to be not afraid to parent those that aren't yours. It takes a village to raise a child. Yes, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you see these kids in your neighborhood, yeah, why so. not? Yeah, I come from this. I guess I want to come from the standpoint of, and I learned this too, just from looking at my parents, where my parents were there and not necessarily have anything to do with it, but just learning that mm-hmm. who your parents are outside of them being parents. And I guess one of right. the things I've learned was that. Your parents don't know everything. So some of these mm-hmm. kids, their parents, just about that. their parents don't know certain things about life. Like your friend, you said he had jeans all the time and that's what he wore to interviews. Like maybe that's not, not like you said, he was raised differently. So maybe it right. was, wasn't something that he was taught or that they even talked about. And I feel like there were some things for me that I had to kind of learn on my own or, or if my parents can only take me so far because they don't know the rest, I had to figure out on my own. Right. Um. So I think that's where too, like Moanja said, the unity comes in where you have to kind of help each other. Um, and I think in the black culture too, we're starting to kind of lack, lack at that. Cause if you say something to somebody else, child, why you say this? Why you say that? Why would you do that? Right. It's an issue. Um, so I, I think definitely that, that's one of the biggest things to me I've always noticed. Um, when did that change? Cause I, I think back in the day, like our parents and then their parents kind of had that village mentality. Mm-hmm. So like, when did that change? Like, cause it's not it's really question. with us. I yeah, th- I don't think it was us either. I, I think when we started having kids, maybe like our maybe, generation, maybe the generation before, maybe um, let's say the seventies oh. or eighty, eighties ba- baby. I was gonna say around 80s, my mom, eighties, nineties. She was born in the seventies. It was probably that generation because maybe because if you think about it like this, um, during uh, Jim Crow when um, when uh, we were able to vote and all the Civil Rights Act things like that, MLK when we were marching, we were all together because we had mm, to be, right? Because you know what I'm saying you don't you don't want to be lynched, you don't want to be you know in the wrong mm, area because somebody got thought. yeah. So I think that everybody had to be together in that in that standpoint. So when things change in that in, in that in that era, you're going into the 70s, you got some hippies, people just the drugs and stuff came. I think that kind of broke the community mm. down as well. Um, so then you get into another era where you know. Everybody for themselves in a sense, because it's like you got crack cocaine ruining, took out sixty percent of the black population at a point of time, and black men going to jail, single moms. I think that's kind of right. when that started to kind of come about. So, like you said, the moms are working, single moms. You know, they get into the streets and meet other people, and it just it just keeps getting broken and broken and broken. So we have to kind of do something to kind of bring it back together. So mm, that's a good point. So yeah. to the government. We're on drugs. 
Still, <laughs> still warring. Right. <laughs> America's war on drugs. Right. Still said, warring. Still loading. <laughs> still loading. Um, <laughs> any, any more thoughts on that? That was a great question. I think, um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Thank you, Jamie, for um, proposing that question to us. Um, yeah. Promote to some us. thought, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I, if, you, if you guys want to, you know, be featured with your question, like send us some questions, you know, hit yeah. us up on our, our, on our uh, email, um, YBO. Uh, podcast mke at gmail.com no 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 <laughs> See, he tell y'all wrong. Y'all gonna be sending stuff to the wrong people. Who's this? A black youth. Why they talk about dating relationships? <laughs> you cheating on your man? Like, no. But no, the email is ybopodcast at gmail.com. Um, like Jamie, she actually wrote us on our Facebook page, which is Young Black and Opinionated. Um, yes. She sent us a direct message. You can do that as well. Um, Instagram, ybopodcast, MKE, which is around the board, Twitter, um, Snapchat, if you want to. Mm. <laughs> um, Tumblr is uh, ybopodcast.tumblr.com. Um, um, um so yeah that's that's basically how you can really contact us um or comment on instagram whatever so yeah, and we like to re- respond really quickly we like, do because it's three of us so it's like y'all see that yeah <laughs> i got it too. i got it i got it no i got so it rock, playing rock paper scissors right <laughs> i got it too hello too funny <laughs> hilarious so you right there i said we <laughs> <laughs> Question of the week. Question of the question week. Of question of the week. Question of the week from episode 36 going into 37. Um, again, it wasn't really a question. It was just kind of a tell me or give me an example. So it was give an example of a necessary lie. Mwanja? <laughs> yes. Well, like not I said, me. Like me last week, I, uh, I should. That was funny last week. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So you make black flanks. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> so I said uh, last week. I said. Um, it's been a while. You know, like say for instance, I'm the Bay. She's she has a presentation, a big presentation to do, and uh, she has this fit on, and she's dressed in nines, and she's like to the T to the T to the T to the God in her mind. In her mind. In her mind. <laughs> so, uh, put that back. <laughs> um, but no, but she, you know, she's really dressing. You know, some areas she's a little chunky. You know, so instead well, her of love, her love handle showing, love handles is kind of showing. Like, baby, tuck it in, tuck it in. Um, <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <I can't remember>. <laughs> <laughs> see, your dress is red. I see a little brown. Sir, <laughs> uh, <coughs> finish, finish painting. So instead here. of <laughs> paint away. So instead of um, instead of like. <laughs> You know, uh, like kind of faulting her uh, her confidence. Just say, "Baby, you look great." You know, so and so that's a lie I would tell. And then that way, the presentation looks great. And um, you know, hopefully, it's not bad to the point where she come home like, "Baby, why you take my look like this?" Like, yeah, see, you gotta know your partner too. So. Yeah, but what if that did happen though? Say she, you told her she looks great, and you don't feel that way, and then she goes out and was like, "Somebody has said this about me," and then then what you say? Because you seen it first, <laughs> like baby, you know what you hating on you. You had a presentation to do, sweetie, sweetie, yeah. <laughs> sweetie. You said to hit her with the s word, <laughs> shitty. Outfit <laughs> 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 looks shitty, okay? <laughs> like baby, you had a presentation to do. They, they hating on you. You know Monica. You know Monica don't like you. You know she got that prom- your bad promotion. You want it? Uh, and anyway, you got it, Lassie. Did, um, did you figure out one? You still ain't lying. um i don't know um nah i really didn't i couldn't think of one i really don't really lie um i think i would use it in a moanjay scenario like but even then i'm very your dick stank (laughs) your breath don't smell good i don't lie about that i tell the truth so he ain't going to the next chick earlier coming down earlier coming down when i was coming down the elevator i was like your teeth crooked and you got a gap all right, no, I said I don't like your gap. Um, 
My boyfriend. Oh. Oh, who's your boyfriend? I'm rude, I know. No, but no. Um, <laughs> Ignore that question. <laughs> I did. <laughs> good move. Good the world move. knows. <laughs> no, but no. Um, I don't think I would lie about if he felt like he looked nice. Um, actually, he had an interview earlier this week, and he was like, how do I look? And his shirt was kind of, you know how sometimes when you tuck your shirt in and it still got a little fluff mm-hmm. in the back? I was like, no, you need to tuck your shirt in some more because it's looking like a... I don't know. It was just looking a mess. Hilarious. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I hope you don't lie about that because I don't want to be out there and my tie all crooked. But and you can and lie to Bay about her outfit for her presentation. No, she look her outfit is straight fine, but she looks kind of big in it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like her Same her thing? her weight, you know, wise. But horrible. I hope you walking. I hope you got him walking around no tight ass uh, shirt on and shit, nipples all showing. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I'm not cold. saying it was tight. I'm saying that you know <laughs> no, how sometimes when too. you tuck your shirt in. And oh, it kind of yeah. got the, the, the little, little hang. Yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. It ain't look right. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'll tuck that in some more. Sit, yeah. <laughs> um, I can see that. Nah. What about you, Reese? I, I couldn't really think of nothing just offhand, but I think there's a number of things that we that we as people lie about, but oh, we yeah. don't we don't think about it as a lie. There like, we go. Um, I guess I'll get into reading some of the answers we got because it, when every time we got an answer, I'm that's like, what I was gonna oh, say. Can I get? Can I tell an answer? <laughs> um, yeah. If you want to start, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Actually. Um, my friend, uh, he actually answered last question of the week. Shout out to UTS. He said, necessary lie, motivation. You can do it. Don't worry. You'll be all right. Mm. Reality, you don't know anything positive is going to happen, but mm. you say it anyway. Situations it happens in. He's like, one, your friend or spouse is sad. Um, encouraging children in school, sports, general. Mm-hmm, um, and three, you know, lying to yourself. Yeah. You know, things going to be okay. You yeah. don't really know, but... Yeah. You kind of is lying to yourself in a way. Fuck your dreams, little boy. You can't dunk. Huh? Who said me, Uncle Mwanja? I hate you, <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Fuck your little, little, little fucking ass cross, crossover. Fort, <laughs> uh, huh? What other answers did we get though? Um, I got some from my Instagram. I got from Latrice um, Russell. She said anything that will keep a person from being hurt. Um. DRM Ellison Jr. said, my mama on the other line. Let me see what she wants. <laughs> That's a great one. That is funny. That's a great one. Um, then I got some from my Facebook. Uh, shout out to Jen from Such F and Lady. She said, yo, man, is this the best dick you ever had? You, yes. <laughs> How many lies have y'all told about that? That's not a necessary lie, Jen. Um, shout out to uh, Brandy. She said, telling kids about Santa because Christmas wouldn't be exciting if you told his if you told them his ass wasn't real. <laughs> She's so stupid. That's not true either. <laughs> um, and then shout out to uh, Seth from Sweats and Suits. He said, planning a surprise. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jakira. Did I say it right again? Jakira. Because I keep standing back and forth in my mind. Jakira. Um, telling your girlfriend slash wife that they haven't gained weight because if you tell them that they've gotten fat, all hell will break loose. And then she put the little emoji. Um, shout out to No Boundaries Podcast. Um Saying your girlfriend's hair looks nice, even though you hate it and they love it. Especially especially when they put a lot of thought into it. So you lie to avoid bringing their spirit down. You have something to say about that? That's true. No, I thought she, excuse me. I thought she was going to say like, or I thought they were going to say like, um, if it looks bad, like, no, tell me the truth. (laughs) If it look a mess, tell me. (laughs) Um, And then that's different. I think um, uh, one of them commented. And then I think this is Jay. He commented. He's part of the podcast as well. No boundaries. He said lying when you're mad or upset because you know that it will lead into a bigger argument, making even more, uh, making you even more mad or upset. Mm, True. Um, I'm trying to see if I got any more on here. Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. That's, that's all we got. So we all agree. So it's okay to you know tell a little white lie here and there. I mean, yeah, but I think we have like little white little lies. Caucasian lines. Yeah, like, uh, but do I, we do we consider like a white lie like a lie? You know, God, that's God. Like you lied, or like my mom on the other one. I mean, but okay. My thing with that one is why not just why is it, what's so hard about saying I don't want to talk to you no more <laughs> or ending the conversation? Why lie about it? Because I'll be like. I gotta go. Look, I I, don't, yeah. I really don't feel like talking. I'll call you tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, but I mean, it, depend, I it, it depends. depends on the situation. situation. Yeah, yeah, it depends. Say, you know. It depends. Yeah, because yeah, there's times I'd be like, I'm gonna just call you back, or I'm trying to think of a time maybe somebody like going through some. I don't know. And it's like they just kind of. <laughs> they it's sometimes it'd be hard too when you can't get a word a word in edgewise. Mm-hmm. And be like my mama calling like yeah, shit. Yeah, like, you'd yeah. be so tired. Be like, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. You know they understand because I think too. This is a great a great reason they understand when somebody in your family is calling. Like my mama calling. Oh shit, just to get their mom. Let me. All right, all right. I got you. I got you. So like, true. That that's good too. So yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I think I agree. Yeah. That's funny. Them, like your mama calling, do you think? Do you think? <laughs> do you think? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, think, my girlfriend, yeah, me, yeah, I mean, yeah, do you think? Go ahead, do yeah, you think? Yeah, all right, bro. I'm Peace. Hold you. Yeah, Peace. So, yeah. So that was our question of the week from episode thirty six, going into thirty seven. Um, definitely, if you haven't had a chance to answer, you still can. Just comment on our social media: Instagram, YBO Podcast, MKE, probably would be the best place. But you can find us elsewhere and answer it too. In the news. In the news, R. Kelly. And it's cult. Is it really a cult? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, why? Why are they? Why are they doing it now? Like, why? Are, why are they doing it now? Well, for, like, where did this come from? Because it kind of blinds out yeah, me. Yeah. I just, I was thinking, I was you at got work an coming out of something, and it popped up, and it was just. R. Kelly got a sex coat. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I was trying to make is wet. He just cannot stand R. Kelly. He just, yeah, man. he just. I don't know. Did he did he give him donkey today or something? <laughs> I don't know. But but okay. So unpack it. Break it down for us. Well, one of the girls uh, that's supposedly in this cult, uh, she was like, "I'm good." Like, because I guess uh, from what I seen, um, looks like her parents did some type of investigation or launched some type of lawsuit. Yeah, and huh? we got a call. We got a call. Yo, YBO podcast. Who's this? Yo, YBO podcast. Who's this? Uh, yes, let me get the three-piece dark. So it's going to take 10 minutes, and no, I will not pull forward. Uh, we ain't got no... Oh, I, had, I had a relapse. Yeah. We ain't got no chicken. He said I won't pull forward. I hate that, too. Especially when you going to work. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, This is Jay at No Boundaries, representing Houston. Hey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Jay, we're over here talking about R. Kelly and this cult. Um, so, I guess you're paying on that. Do you believe it, and do you have any information about it? <laughs> Look, I'm I'm like I'm like Canaan on power. <laughs> Whatever they said R. Kelly did. He did that shit. Did that shit. Well, I, but yes, in, sir. in my mind, the way the way I assume that it's happening is that these girls were looking for stardom. Mm. He gave them some small gigs mm. and now they're just kind of indebted to him and just kind of following, thinking that he's gonna give them their big break. Because let's be honest. Who younger than us really know who R. Kelly is? Oh, that's true. Mm. That, that's that's true. That's true. Let's see, Mama I mean, be in the living room cleaning yeah. up, playing, stepping the name in love. Did y'all see that? Uh, <laughs> did y'all see that tweet? Um, Charlemagne put out. He said, "When the when the younger generation find out what R. Kelly did, um, they're gonna be at his ass." And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's funny. Like when they find out, like yeah, especially with the rape culture nowadays. Yeah, too, that's really. That's, and he said when R. Ke- when they find out R. Kelly peed on a girl, <laughs> they're gonna be at his head. So I'm like, yeah. Um, not not only did he pee on a girl. Mm-hmm. 
he peed, ejaculated, and then peed again. You know what? That's too much. Don't, don't tell nobody else that's too much. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I, I guess I'm the only one that saw the video. No, uh, I've never seen the video. I think I was so young back yeah, then. Yeah, I was kind of young. I heard about it. But My I mama wouldn't let it. me. That's I, I, I had a <laughs> he, he put me on everything. <laughs> he put you on everything. <laughs> was so, she really underage, though? <laughs> but yeah, like it what, wasn't proven in a court of law. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm, mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, like, I have a question. I, um, so <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of posts about R. Kelly, and then some other posts were saying y'all are. Um, I can't think of the word that they use, but y'all are talking bad about R. Kelly for whatever he's doing, but y'all praised Hugh Hefner for mm. the same thing. So do you think it's the same thing? Right. Taz's Angels. Mm. Uh, well, the Taz's Angels are of age from what I know. From what so I know. the Playboy Bunnies aren't as uh, of age? Um, no? like some people were saying that. That's what I was thinking. I've, I've never seen it come out to say that they yeah. were. It seems like he would. It seems like he would be more careful in terms of legitimate, like knowing laws and how right. things should work. Like I don't, I don't know why. It just seems <laughs> that way. Like you, twenty one, right? All right, bet. Put your clothes on. I mean, is it fair <laughs> to say that R. Kelly's sick? Like he needs help. He should be getting help, or is it? It's a good question. Mm. That man definitely needs help because mm. he doesn't. Y'all remember the old interview where he didn't know the definition of a teenager? Yeah, that I was. Man I, I'm help. literally over here trying to look up the video because I was gonna play it for you guys. Where he was like, uh, he was like. What what did the guy ask him? Do you do you date or do you mess with people younger to teenagers? He's like, uh, so what's the definition of a teenager? How old are you talking? I'm like, what? And he was really he had like a thinking face on. Like he was dead serious yes. that he was trying to dodge <laughs> this question. And like, what? You talking about nineteen? Like really? Like you could have went into depth and been like, okay, eighteen, nineteen. Like you know what's legal and you know yeah. what's not. Come on, come on, R. Kelly. I'm sitting there like, please just say no. Just say <laughs> you don't. <laughs> he, he really. <laughs> He made it so hard for himself. So, yeah. So, yeah, man. Well, you know, we appreciate you calling in here. And uh, are you still listening to R. Kelly music after this? No? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Happy they don't play step in the name of love. And my leg just going to start moving. And, That's true. And I'm just going to be step, out there. Step, step, step. When the remix to Ignition come on, oh, that's word. hard, too. Bounce, try bounce, not to sing bounce, every word. Bounce, bounce, bounce. This is remix to Ignition, <laughs> kidnapping <laughs> your children. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you calling, it's man. It's freaking weekend, baby. All right, so y'all take it easy, man. You too, Jay. Thanks right, for calling. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. That was funny. Kidnapping your children. Yeah, so it looks like her parents were trying to like say she was kidnapped, and she kind of was like, "Y'all doing too much. I'm all right, shit." But then I don't know if y'all seen the picture when she was laying down, and it was like it looked like she like in a little (laughs) little sex coat or a little 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 spider hole or some shit. Right. So yeah, so I don't know. That's R. Kelly. Anybody had any other thoughts on on that? Y'all still listening to it? Lassie, you still listening to? I saw you. I I saw you bounce when I said bounce. bounce, bounce, bounce. Sorry, I was doing some math. I I was trying to think of um. (laughs) See how old you were. <laughs> no, I was li- no, I literally was doing math on Hugh Hefner and uh, some of the Playboy bunnies. Like Kendra, she was a Playboy bunny when she was nineteen. Not oh. saying that that's it's obviously not underage, but yeah. Hugh Hefner was seventy eight. Ooh, at the time when she was nineteen, yes. Ouch. Literally, think about this though. Like he had people grandmamas. Like that's that's interesting. Yeah. This is probably had her grandmama. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, is, this is from the nineteen. What when did this? When did um, Playboy start? Uh, the fifties. Yeah. yeah, I remember Something like that. Yeah, um, yeah probably because sexual revolution was like bombarding, and and he, I think he was like one of the first. 
I mean, the forefront of having black women on magazines. I guess from what I heard about the R. Kelly thing, the girls are 18, 19. Um, what, what do people want a legal age of consent to be older than that? Because if, if someone is 18 and they can vote, how much older they got to be to consent to people that they're dating? Yeah, mm-hmm. and go to the army and right. yeah, fight for the country. I don't know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, you know, it's. I think it's always a moral I think, thing, though. I think people. I think people are upset because these girls are so much younger than R. Kelly, and it's like, well, my thing is, as long as he ain't doing nothing illegal, if they, if, as long as they're not really underage, date who you want to date, bro. Yeah. You know, as long and as long as he's not holding them against, you know, their, their will, will and yeah. things like yeah. that. And I I'm think brainwashing them. <laughs> I think that's the best way for them to try to prove it, like, because my thing is, if the girl's saying she's not, she's okay, then. What more can you say? Right. So, I mean, just because your parents don't like it, it's a lot of shit yeah. your parents ain't But then, like oh, oh, that's what I want to say before we leave this topic. Um, I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and they kind of broke it down, and they were saying that um, the girl, the father dropped her off right. at R. Kelly's place. Mm. So, they was like, if you got enough sense, <laughs> air quotes, <laughs> sense, to right. drop your daughter off with R. Kelly, what the, what the hell are you thinking? Like, what you think going to come from it? Right. And same thing with the Michael Jackson thing. Like, you dropping your kids off to Never Neverland, you're never going to get them back. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't back, get it. But... You'll get them back, but they'll be different. But um, yeah. but he but he, he never he never did that. We, and we even found some cases where some of the parents were just trying to make it. money. You know, it's trying like to make my money. my mom and them told me to say that. And that's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. Damaging so. a man's mind. So, so yeah. Yeah. But so, that's, uh, that's our Kelly. <laughs> Yo, Reese. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, was catch, I thought you catch the song. Say what up, Cavs? Yeah, yeah. Introduce you I'm to this girl. Think I really got the herb, man. Stop, man. <laughs> She's my straight up dog. Then the bomb, five, four, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> work your TPS. You said license. Can I do the mark on the left side of her mouth? You said, do she got it, kid? Yep. <laughs> she got herpes. Yep. <laughs> oh, get him. Oh, sure. I think R. Kelly's response would be, How Damn. old is she? Uh-huh. Yeah, so Usher. God bombs. I think I was at work and I was just, you know, browsing and it's like, it was like, he quietly closed on this lawsuit (laughs) for giving people herpes. And I'm like, Mm. that hurt. Excuse me, say what? Yeah. So people was like, I bet you he was talking about that. (laughs) Dude. And that's crazy. Like, let it burn. Yeah. Because herpes, you can't, that don't know. That don't go away. That doesn't. You just get get outbreaks, right? Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get mm-hmm. outbreaks, and if, what's so thing about flares up and shit. You it's like you could have it, but if you don't ever have a out- outbreak, you don't know. You know what I mean? So that, that's that's because it hides behind the skin cells. So it's like really crazy until you have an outbreak. No, I don't have it. No, I don't have it. Pay <laughs> <laughs> attention to sex ed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My no. mama, my mama told you, my mama just yeah, like burn the like burn the shit off. Like yeah. you gotta, and then Ooh. you gotta take the pills every single day to prevent yeah. an outbreak. So you can never have an outbreak for the rest of your life. Yeah. But and then I was, I'm a, again, I'm a big comment reader. I was reading comments, and a lot of the comments was like, "Why would you have sex with somebody and, and he got herpes?" Like thinking that you can see it. And a lot of comments were like, "Sometimes people have outbreaks at that moment, and it takes time for it to actually show up." Right. So um, a lot of people was like, well, hello. Like some people just don't know. And then people see, oh, he usher. Let me fuck him. Let me try right. to get him caught. Right. Um, it's, I didn't even know he was married. He's married to some chick that's like older than him or something. He's married now? Yeah. Because oh. Is it the same chick he was married to? Not Tamika. No. Oh, okay. I, I know he's not know that because I think me and Liz were talking at work. And because Liz was like, I didn't know he was married. I'm like, when he get married? So it looks like she, the chick's older than him. I didn't really do too much research on oh, her. Oh, I think I do remember skinny that. Skinny, skinny, light skin chick. 
I don't know. I think I remember that because after him and Tamika broke up, he got what? Because Tamika was older than him, right? Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, he got things for the older lady. And the only reason I know is because Tamika, I guess they was commenting on her stuff. Like, she's like, I ain't burning and whatever they're doing over there is them. Don't Mm -hmm. put me in none of this. I've been divorced for what, eight, nine years? I'm like, it's been that long. Dang, that feel like a a long time. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Y'all think Usher is going to Usher ain't the only person that got the hurt. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna it's gonna affect his career. Mm. Probably not. Bitch is still gonna go. Dude, you got an outbreak yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I that's your itching. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm sure I'm itching. Because I've seen, I've seen, I've seen in the I'm done. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen in the news things about. Derek Jeter giving Jessica Alba the hurt. So Ooh, I heard Rihanna got Riri got the hurt. Oh, she don't. She too much oh, of a snack. Everybody, what? everybody in Hollywood. There's a rumor. Everybody, everybody be smashing each other. Yeah, yeah. And them all. It's like once you walk past the Hollywood gates, you get slapped with it. I heard. <laughs> I, I talked to somebody like I, that kind of like do the Hollywood scene and stuff like that. And mm. They be saying like cats like Jimmy Fox and like mm. that's saying he got herpes, but like the parties, they have, <laughs> the parties yeah. that they have and stuff like that. I'm already, just, I'm already like, know wow. it. Wow, like they just be like no cell phones, mm-hmm. butt ass naked on the door by the door, and like people be fucking in rooms. I just, I I'm just, pretty I was sure like, they wow. do. Wow. So yeah, because Jamie Foxx talk about that in what was it? I mean, I might need security in his stand up all the time, and a lot of comedians talk about that. Like, I think he talked about going to the um Hugh Hefner, the yeah, Playboy Mansion, yeah. and just saying that people just be fucking in each room. Yeah, <laughs> just be out like, there. It's like it's two, all that freedom. Two, three people fucking in one room. Yeah, yeah. and they be high on coke and drugs and mm-hmm. shit like that. And that's why they be like, no phones, don't no, tell nobody what we doing. Right. So. I mean, you know, closure call clauses and stuff like that. Yeah, but I agree though. I don't think this would affect his career. His career, I think it is. It's meme worthy, joke worthy, shit like that. Shit right. for social media and shit. So, right. um, yeah. shout out to Usher. I hope he. You know, is it factual? Has Usher said anything? He hasn't, but I mean, he just the lawsuit. Oh, he's, gonna take, he's gonna take the quiet approach. <laughs> yeah, he okay. did with the lawsuit. We we found them papers. Papers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that what he was talking about when he said signed them papers. Yeah, <laughs> but they said somebody Ooh, else filed another one, a ten million dollar one. Somebody yeah, I did see that. So, yeah. I know he's like, damn it, the fuck. So. I mean that's crazy. I just I hope that he figures that out. Wake just, up in the morning and, and I guess news. as a disclaimer for our, our listeners, please, you know, make Get sure home. you have a protective sex or if you wanna do it raw, make sure you, you know that. Just, Look, on top of the herp super gonorrhea. Super Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Yeah. So make sure you're protected and make sure you I guess you know your partner, your thing and if y'all just want to, you know, slap skin. So, <laughs> so power and Miss Lena Lauren getting these threats. So, I love power. Mm-hmm. I know we all do. You know, hey, come on today. You're right, Power Saturday. Yeah, power Saturday. No, but it's still dark outside. It's nighttime. We all we've all seen the memes. Mm-hmm. Good morning to everyone except Angela Valdez. I hate everybody in this picture. <laughs> right. So there's a lot going on, but apparently. <clears throat> um, I guess uh, the actress who plays her is getting like real death threats, mm. and it's just like it's a show, guys. Yeah, let's not do that. But I think that, do y'all think that that speaks to her acting that she's oh, yeah. doing it so well yeah. that people really dislike her, or writing? Or I was gonna say yeah. the writing so good. I was gonna go say I was gonna say because if it oh. wasn't her and it was somebody else, then I think you still hate her ass. Oh, I want to throw this out there, <laughs> um, person. But I was listening to Joe Budden um, podcast mm-hmm. on, on Wednesday. He was kind of saying that the writing is kind of being rushed a little bit, like you think this so? season, like you know, like the whole, like the whole thing with um, the son getting kidnapped. Um, mm-hmm. 
you, you know, to tell you, tell me you just playing. Like, and, and, and like for y'all to believe that, like, I hope, I'm hoping that there is just right now they're so focused on ghosts and trying to get them out that they're going to yeah. revisit it and like kind of do like, we, we didn't know that they were doing research and, you know, about who's there and stuff like that. Right. So I'm hoping that, you know, it comes back, but you know, he was kind of saying that it was being rushed, but it, it does go to the testament to the fact of that. Yeah. She, like, yo, she's doing a great job. And well, I'm sorry not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I'm reading some of the tweets that people wrote because she even made a comment on her Instagram and said, um, for those of you who seem unable to separate storytelling from reality, there's help for that. Go get it. Mm-hmm. My thing is, they're saying Angela. No one is saying Lena Lauren or, you know, the, the her actual name. They're saying Angela. I think that that's okay. You know, I mean, so are they, they like feel adding like, her or tweeting her or whatever. No, from, from what I can see from what's posted in the actual story, it just says Angela needs to die already. <laughs> I'm so tired of this J bag ruining power for me. <laughs> Angela got to die next season. She didn't took Holly Place as most hated person. <laughs> Angela has to die at this point. I'm willing to risk it all and kill her my damn self. I think this. I think from what I'm reading, those are just people that's into the show. I thought they, they want to see her character gone, not her. Mm. I thought they were saying people were saying that actually her, like right, Lena needs to die. I thought that was too, but I was reading it, and from what I can see, it's pretty much people saying Angela. No. Um, I don't know though. Yes. I mean, I think it, I think it is taking it a step far because as an avid Grey's Anatomy fan. People will write Shonda Rhimes and be like, I hate you. Why would you do this? You're ruining my life. Like, it's a fucking show. You know, but that's different because they're actually adding Shonda Rhimes. Like, mm, you're yeah. dumb. You're ruining my life. See, yeah, I thought it was coming from now. I thought people were seeing her, seeing her on the streets or writing her like, right. you know, I hate you talking to her because they, they so caught up in power. But right. if... I, I I don't want to speak to if she feels threatened. I don't want to be like there ain't no threat. So well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I definitely don't want to take away from that. But I don't know. I guess for me, let's take it back a little bit. Are you? Like I don't you know. Said. I don't know. I, I don't know. But if she is actually like even herself, her getting that, she's a great actor. She yeah. You got to act till you shout kill. Out, you get shout killed. out to you, Miss yeah. Lorraine. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go back to what you were talking about um, as far as the season feeling. People saying that it's rushed. Um, that's funny because I've been hearing a lot of people say, "Well, shit, I, this needs to go on because they, they want ghosts to get out of jail. They feel like it's dragging." And I've kind of felt that too in a sense. And I think it's of course the writing when the episodes do end. It's like, damn, what the fuck? Like I need <laughs> some more. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of getting to the point like okay we need to to me it's like okay he's in jail we need to show us some tapes do something to get him out and i i get i get you gotta build the story and and, and kind of move it along but it's kind of like all right come on i need him to get out i need i need something to happen so um i don't know i just find that that interesting about the people believing that it's it's rushed yeah yeah i don't know we'll see i mean like last episode um i'm not gonna give you any spoilers but last episode we kind of no spoil that shit that spoil been it. right uh-huh. well a whole new episode spoiler alert so if you listen to this right now i recommend you know moving fast forwarding on the pod but um <laughs> don't so, stop listening just fast forward. <laughs> don't stop listening just fast forward right so no, um listen to that shit. angela <laughs> so angela uh finds out that ghost didn't do it didn't plant the gun so now uh, mm-hmm. who knows what this next episode is going to be about she should have been looked at the did you see the clip she went to Sandoval and was like, I don't think he did it. Why the hell would you go to him? Retarded. But she don't know. She don't know that he uh, that he knows. Yeah, but oh, if you think about the history of him in the past, think about all the times them people tried to burn her. She, she put herself in a situation and they pushed her out and then they brought her back in. So... You should know. You you should know. But I think she uses stuff to her advantage, too, because Angela's very smart. So, mm. so yeah, we'll see what happens uh, tonight. 
quotes. Mm-hmm. This comes on tomorrow, but you know. It's a power party. Yeah. Um, um and I'm I'm kind of excited because the insecure comes on as well too. So uh Yay. Oh yeah, Issa. <laughs> Issa been on her promo tour. I, yes. I like and I really like her. Like she yeah, really is dope. Like she's dope. She's you can tell that she's not like being awkward for the show, but she really is kind of like has an awkwardness to her. And she was on um uh, not not disputed on um undisputed, but it was called uh, Everyday Struggle. So I apologize for everybody. A couple episodes ago, I said um, Joe Budden and um at DJ Academic Show was undisputed, but it's Everyday Struggle, and sometimes the show is a struggle. <laughs> show is struggling. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> but yeah, she was on there, and you could tell she was kind of awkward. Like, okay, what type of format is this? You guys are not asking me enough questions, or you guys are fighting back and forth. So, uh, but yeah, insecure tonight yeah. or tomorrow. I'm sorry. And, um, um, question ballers. for you. Question mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, have you guys watched uh, Snowfall yet? No, mm-hmm. I need oh, to. FX, right? No, yes, uh-uh. I need to. Yeah, it's really good. I guess I won't get too much into it until you guys watch it. But because um, uh, shout out to Jay, Homework. he commented and asked, "Have we been watching it?" I've been watching it. So episode three, um, it's pretty good. Just kind of more so getting into. I just got a tweet about Easter right. It's funny. Um, <clears throat> just kind of getting into um, just the, the drug uh, business and cartels and how it kind of got into the black community. To me, it's from the way I see it, it's kind of it's. They have like the cartel and like the Latino race and they have like the white people who know more so about it. And then the black community where it's not there, but showing how we're starting to get to funnel into, into our community back in the 80s. So um, pretty dope show. Again, it's on FX. It's called Snowfall. Snowfall. Check yeah. it out. So um, I don't know if y'all seen um, the story of the the cop shooting uh, the white lady, Justine Demond. Um, but there is a story on the route that I read. Um, and actually the headline is what caught me. It said, just Justine Demond is the most innocent victim of a police shooting he has ever seen. Her attorney said that. And it really, it really, I guess it angered me at first. Um, so reading the story, um, it says, um, you know, it goes in to say that um, how her attorney feels like um, for someone who was calling the police for help, she was very innocent in what she was doing. And so she was shot for no reason. Hmm. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. So, <laughs> right. Thank you. So it goes it, reading down. I just want to read this piece where it says, um, um, first, it talks about Ayanna Stanley Jones was seven years old when Detroit police officer Joseph Weekly accidentally shot her as she lay sleeping in her grandmother's home. She was in her pajamas. Was she not innocent? Tamir Rice was doing what you would expect a 12 year old boy to do as the roots. Uh, Kirsten West Savali so abruptly aptly put it. How dare he in an open carry state play with a toy gun that can be found on the shelves of most major retailers in this country. How dare he go to a playground with the toy? How dare Tamir, in a country that clings to its weapons, in a country where white women can point BB guns at police and live, where white extremists can openly menace black neighborhoods with assault rifles, walk around in his black skin and be a child. Was Tamir not innocent? Did his black skin make him less deserving of life? What about Jordan Edwards? What about Trayvon Martin? What about Jordan Mm -hmm. Davis? Why are we, as black people, always placed in the position of having to prove that we are as deserving of life as everyone else? Why does Blue Lives Matter come out so heavily to to back police when the victim of a fatal police shooting is black, but remain in deadly silence when the victim is white? Mm. And what about Mohammed Noor? From the outset, the shooting looks 
egregious, but where are all of the, we don't have all the details, people to tell us to be patient and let the investigation tell us what happened. It's just mm-hmm. like, like literally I was really angry because her, to me, what it sounds like her attorney is basically saying she didn't deserve to get shot. None of these people did. Right. right. I'm like, what about all these other people? Mm. I get it. That's who you're representing, but right, use that. your words way better. You know, he said his um, most innocent. Um, where was it? He said that um, um, his intentions were. Um, he had the best intentions, and the meaning behind his words are clear. If you read between the lines, yeah, because like I said, you're basically saying that of. <laughs> You, I just, for me, I just really got mad because you know how many black people have been killed in the last yeah year ever, some. right, <laughs> right. To get the forever, right. I, I, I think um, in a lot of cases too, and I, I'll just go out and blatantly say it: a lot of white people, a lot of stuff that happens to black people or people of color, they don't really understand it until it happens to them. So that's when they say stuff like, "Oh, this is the most." case i've ever seen it's right. just so innocent because this happens all the time and like mm-hmm. i think moanja you mentioned it some weeks ago like sometimes even we get numb to the stuff happening yeah. because it happens so much so much and in this case it just sounds like a guy like you said obviously representing his client cool but for you to say that so strongly it's like right bullshit like bullshit mm-hmm. there's tons of cases of it's a list of young black men and women and other people of color who've gotten killed and shot and, and beaten people get off but this is like oh my gosh she's so innocent that she may be, but don't don't extend it so and far. She's alive, right? Yeah, good uh, question. I don't know. Is she alive? Because if she's alive and he represents her, Wait, let then me, there I you go. She's the luckiest. She's yeah. the luckiest yeah. shooting victim alive. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I I seen it, but I didn't really get too much into the yeah. story. No, I didn't um, even notice that story was existing. Yeah. I'm too busy. Um, I usually, I retweet a lot of stuff and um, someone had, because someone had a comment about it and they said, um, um, oh, y'all shot a white woman. Y'all didn't messed up. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, it says, black Twitter it says, Minnesota, this is a storyline. Minnesota cops fatally shoot yoga teacher who called 911 to oh, report wow. assault. And someone quoted and said, boy, they didn't shot a white woman. Judge about to charge the whole department with murder. Right. Yoga um, teacher at that. So, so they um, put peaceful stuff. Numb your heart. <laughs> Petty. Numb your heart again. Numb your heart again. Numb Bow. your heart. Damn. <laughs> bust my ear. That's I thought that was a real good shot. Yeah, so she she is not living. She she did die. Oh, oh, oh rest yeah. in peace. Um, but still though, like like you just said, like don't take a don't try to make that bold ass statement. Like there are not plenty other people in this. Yeah. Not even on the, in this world. Plenty of other people who were shot. Mm-hmm. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure, not to cut you off, I'm pretty sure they put on the news her best yoga picture. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, this, this is, is the there, picture with the story. Oh, yeah. yeah I, see, I, see, oh. I remember seeing the picture. They didn't. They, and oh, it, it, it's, be crazy. And I don't want to sound like we're being insensitive, insensitive and, and kind of discrediting her, right. her assault and murder. Dead. Yeah, it's just understand where we're coming from in the standpoint of we've seen this so much with us whereas if it was somebody else the title would have been ex-convict um, right was assaulted it got murder asked for help and that that's how it would have yeah. been it was it actually was a story where about a like a guy who oh, so to bring it up he helped save somebody yeah and he, they said ex-convict helped save somebody's life mm. like, really like he really? Did, he missed the whole interview to help really? this person and this is this is oh, what yeah, y'all got to say about him. Yeah, messing like, up his money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what could have been money? Yeah. So like I said, I don't I don't want to feel like we're being insensitive. Definitely. Just like, make no, sure definitely you not. think about how you say stuff because that that that's again, she she probably was and may have been innocent, but 
there's been tons of times like the most innocent out of all like mm, i don't know about that one so so yeah it's uh yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it sparked a lot of um like you said reading the comments it sparked a lot of angry comments mm-hmm. um it was um like I said, it even kind of infuriated me because I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. And and it's not I'm not even upset at him for I guess defending his right. his client, but like you said, it watch was. how you say things because yeah. that to me that seems insensitive to all of the families who lost someone and they weren't doing anything. Mwanja, do you remember um was it Michael Shea? Yeah, Michael Shea Matters, oh, yeah, and he yeah. said that uh, he was just talking about gentrification in um, New Brooklyn, York City yeah, and yeah. Brooklyn, and um, I think he just made a joke about somewhere like Saudi Arabia or something or Afghanistan, and he was like, "White women are the most dangerous uh, like people ever." Yeah. He was, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and he said it in the sense as of how, for example, Brooklyn got gentrified, and mm. he was talking about it's like Starbucks and shit like that in the neighborhood where it was, and he said you see a white woman walking down the street, and you're like, "Damn!" Like, mm. how how did this go from being a neighborhood where people probably robbed and stealing black people whatever nothing nothing for us here to starbucks and shit down the street and white women walking their dogs and he was like you know credit when you see (laughs) so when you see white women walking down the neighborhood goddamn it didn't change so i just i just found that statement interesting the most dangerous they are they are are. i I would i would argue a white woman is yeah and i guess be very dangerous i brought it up because it made me think like do you guys think because she was a woman and white it came off as softer in you know society. Like well, I mean, the myth. Think of the myth. Like like I think one of the reasons why, and I'm not. Don't quote me on this, but like one of the reasons why weed is illegal in in majority of the states is because they found that they they um, legislators were afraid that if a black person starts smoking weed, that they will go and rape their white white women, white wives. That's the wise tale that I've heard. I'm not sure if it's true, but for something to even be out there out there like that it's just kind of like that's how precious um society sees a white mm-hmm. woman and like and don't get me wrong we're not trying to victimize or trying to you know you know self-proclaim that you know the white woman is you know just queen to be but let's just get the facts out there like if you if a white woman is injured or hurt or whatever it's going to get a, it's going to get a lot of news attention cause right because if yeah. you're a person that's victimizing them you're evil you're terrible you're gonna be they're gonna paint yeah. you out to be a terrible evil person it's um not to cut you off but it's funny that you asked that question because mm-hmm. at the end of the article it's a let's play white code words mm-hmm. tonight on white code words in the <laughs> sentence the most innocent victim of a police shooting i have ever seen what is innocent synonymous with a female, B mildly attractive slash not ugly, C from a good neighborhood, or D of the white of the white race, therefore non threatening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's crazy. Let me see your manager. <laughs> <laughs> no. And what you and what you do? <laughs> well, my manager's gonna say the same thing I said, but Fuck I can that. grab I am them. The <laughs> Hell yeah! Make it till you make it. Let me see your manager. I'm gonna call. <laughs> no, it's more like this. Uh-huh. No, you know they got that short hair. So let me see your manager. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> then that kid be in the car behind him. Stop it, Jesse. <laughs> be black as, black as I don't know what. Brown skin as I don't know Jessie. what. I'm gonna call corporate. <laughs> <laughs> corporate. Oh, you don't have any. You don't have any friends. Can you check back for me, please? I'm yeah. like, back. Uh, like, dude, I'm about to go in like five minutes. You want me to yeah. go back here? Yeah. <laughs> you, matter of fact, you come with me. How about that? Out of order. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, again, I just kind of want to recap uh, just kind of what we talked about in a sense. Again, we're, we're not being insensitive. It's just you have to really understand, like, some of the things that are said out here is like, 
what about this other shit that's been happening for years and all these people? So, um, what's her? Do you know her name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Justine Demond. Yeah. Well, rest in peace to Miss Justine Demond. Um, I hope she gets justice in her case, and I don't want to sound insensitive at all. I hope she gets every, you know, legal action that we as black people or people just in the nation of the United States should get based right. on the laws. Definitely. But just understanding the fact that the how the attorney, not the name. I guess we can separate it from her in a sense. The attorney word it better in a sense and i get you trying to win but come on bro mm-hmm. bro <laughs> look bro <laughs> <Shot to Maya. laughs> so, can you please say it? <laughs> she's like, who are you talking about todd <laughs> it's like hey todd hey todd uh look bro like <laughs> shout out to maya i hope she's doing well fucking um, uh kaepernick and uh michael vick so Wanda, have you heard anything? Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. Um, so Mike Vick, uh, essentially, he was on um, uh, what's what's the name of the show? I forgot the name of the show. I forget what it was too. But yeah. anyway, they know. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it basically, he just kind of attacked uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, saying oh, that you, you know, think it was an attack though. Um, I wouldn't say it was attack. He was kind of voicing his opinion. I think it was a little misguided. I I understood what he was trying to say. He was more. He was more so saying that essentially do you suck like you need to step your game up but he led the the explanation off by talking about he needs to be more presentable and we've seen this before where you just talked about interviews i see where you were saying that you know you can't go straight up to an interview with jeans on or in, in his case he can't go to the football field with that big old fro on but we know Says that who? i don't know but we said we we know that um yeah players have excuse me have dreads and and things of that nature, like wearing, they wearing all type of hairstyles. You got white players with mohawks and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. it's, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but what, so Michael Vick argument was that Kaepernick isn't. He needs to be more presentable. He essentially he needs to be more presentable. But the reason why is that um, he's not getting picked up. And on top of that, too, uh, you know, his game is not the best. But he led off yeah. by saying he was not presentable. Yeah, I, I guess I can read the. I think this is the quote I have in front of me. It says, "He said first thing we got to do." First thing we got to get Colin to do is uh, cut his hair. Listen, I'm not up here trying to be politically correct. Even if he puts his corn, even if he puts cornrows in there, I don't think he should. I don't think he should represent himself in that way in terms of just the hairstyle. Just go clean. Just go clean cut. You know why not? Um, you're already dealing with a lot of controversy surrounding this issue. The most important thing that he needs to do is just try to be presentable. Right, and he said hmm. something in fact like, you know, we understand what you're trying to do with your social justice and stuff like that. We get it, we get it. So, but this is my thing, not to throw shade at Mike Vick at all. I think he's an he's an uh, he's an ex convict in a sense. I mean, you, you know, his, his case from years ago with the dog fighting and things of like that. I mean, didn't he come into the NFL with cornrows and kind of the the average black guy? Not average, but that look that they don't, you know, the owners and stuff don't like in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I think he, from him coming from him having to build his image up after going to jail and, you know, kind of been banned from the NFL, nobody wanted to pick him up. Coming from that standpoint, yeah, but you, you're talking about a guy that's coming from, you know, standing up for a, a people of color and rights and, and stuff like that. He's not a man probably never been in jail before. So I think for him, to, I, I get what he's saying, but I think what he's trying to say is not, I guess in my opinion, it doesn't really it, it, see. Yeah. It doesn't really flow with what Colin is doing. He's trying to help people. It ain't like, it ain't like he did nothing wrong. Like you get what I'm saying? Like why? Because just because he has a fro and a certain hairstyle and he's standing up for people, 
oh, you got to look presentable, bro. Like To me... I get it. Not to cut you off. To me, it sounds like, don't be black. Don't be too black. Yeah. And he knows because look look how black he was. And he's probably right. doing his damn thing in that moment and didn't get two fucks until he right. got caught with the dog situation. And you know how they feel about their dogs. <laughs> so he, he, you know, he, he, he under, I, I get it. He understands how he had to build himself back up, but it's kind of like, he didn't do the stuff you did. This, right. this man probably never been in jail. All he did was kneel on his knee and had his opinions and he trying to stand up for people of color. So. Right. And which he said this season, he's not going to do anymore. He said he kind of, he kind of got the attention that he need, but he responded to uh, Vic in a very uh, subtle way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Stockholm syndrome. Uh, so the Stockholm syndrome appears when an abused victim develops a kind of respect and empathy toward their abuser. It was named after a bank robber in Stockholm when a group of bank employees were held hostage and developed a strong sense of empathy towards their captor when this traumatic event was over they even defended their captor by not wanting to say anything that might endanger their captor's freedom this Mm -hmm. usually happens because the victim sees the smallest act of uh smallest act of decent behavior as an uh extracted event which makes them see their captors as essentially got good this way distinctions of their captor and focus of the positive ones uh this syndrome is all, has also been called the uh, traumatic bonding or victim victim brainwashing. So, because I, I think mm-hmm. more importantly is that the platform that he said it on, he said it on Fox. We already know what Fox is. So mm-hmm. he said it on a, on a news show that a sports show that inherently is you know racist. So yeah, um, that was a great response. He didn't he didn't he didn't. Um, he didn't yeah, respond directly. He like a very he's, he's donated so many millions. Uh, well, he's yeah. at, I think he's at five hundred, six hundred, maybe seven hundred thousand dollars thus far as far as donating money to uh, different social causes, and he even donated to some social causes here in Milwaukee. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact um, organization, but uh, you got to get up to Colin, man. Like from where he started off as, he kind of off as that the light skinned pretty boy to now I got a fro, right. and you know, and you know, I'm just trying to get a job in the NFL. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think he's from uh he's from Wisconsin too, or he's born here. And then um I think he was adopted or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He and then adopted. I see he got out to California. And so. his, I'm like mom that you know kinda, you know you know, put him away. They I think she up. yeah, she gave him up. She she was like, I don't I don't she don't respect him. I his, his adopted parents do, but she's like, I don't like the way he's doing this and this, that and the other really? Yeah, I think I think so. I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I think his mom that gave him away was like being disrespectful. But his parents, his his adoptive parents, were like they support him and they think he's doing a great job. So, I yeah. could be wrong, but I I read something like that somewhere. So, hmm. um, yes, yeah. he was born here. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you did you guys hear what uh, Shannon Sharp said on um, Undisputed about it? To I guess what Mike Vick said. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually gonna play a clip for you guys. And what Michael Vick just did was continual perpetuate a stereotype that blacks that look a certain way, dressed a certain way, should be judged a certain way. What does Colin Kaepernick's hair have to do with anything? He need to reform his image from what? Some of the media and even Michael Vick has convinced himself that what Colin Kaepernick did by taking a knee was equal to, if not worse, than what Michael Vick went to prison for. Michael, you went to prison. You are a convicted felon. You needed to change your image. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. He took a knee in protest of black and brown unarmed men and women. 
being killed at a disproportionate high rate compared to the percentage in which they represent in America. And the officers that were doing this killing, they were going unaccount- they were being held unaccountable for their actions. He took a knee. The very country that Colin Kaepernick took a knee in was founded on protest. We keep talking about he was disrespectful of the flag. We have yet to address the issue what he was trying to bring attention to. So, yeah, hmm. we'll stop right there. So I guess y'all thoughts on that before we change the subject. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's real. He yeah. got a point. Michael Vick needed to change his image. Yeah. Um, I don't see why Kaepernick needs to change anything. Yeah. And, um, and I guess that's what I thought of, too. I was just kind of like, well, just knowing the stuff that you hear about the, the I don't know too much about it, but just the right. dog and just being him being a convicted felon. That's the first thing you think of is you have to. You know what I'm saying? You already you already it's like you're already black. Then it's like then you become a felon. It's even harder. So it's like mm, that's the first thing you do when you go in the courtroom. Like yeah. if you got crazy hair, you shave it down, get a nice little Caesar yeah. or whatever, and boozy <laughs> fade. Uh, fade or whatever, and <laughs> you look presentable and yeah. shoulders up, yeah. chin up, and uh, go in there. And uh, yeah, you gotta change. So so yeah, um, if you guys have any thoughts on that, definitely hit us up um, again. Instagram YBO Podcast MKE um, across the board, I guess. Tumblr, Snapchat, Twitter, um, and then our email ybopodcast at gmail.com and give us your thoughts um, on any of our news topics today. Any questions, comments, concerns? Are we wrong? Are we right? You know, things of that nature. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Kaepernick and Vic. Oh man, you know what's funny? I found you guys on Instagram. So, you know, I saw you guys doing your thing and, you know, I really, really enjoyed the, you know, the whole concept, the whole concept about, you know, being, you know, young, black and opinionated, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, you know, us as, you know, people of color, we don't have the chance, you know, we don't have the opportunity to, you know, express our voices throughout media, you know what I mean? Towards the world, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of misconceptions. Um, just towards us in general as a people, you know what I'm saying? And it, I, I believe it's a it's a great opportunity for us all to you know have a voice for real. Absolutely, man. I I, I totally agree. And then on on top of that too, I know we were talking a little bit uh, yesterday. We were talking about um, actually Thursday on mm-hmm. um, your experience in Canada as being a black male, you know, trying to make it through the ranks or what have you. Like, can you talk a little bit right. about that. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, just in general, like I've just seen that, you know, just as a young black male in general, you know, same thing. There's a lot of misconceptions about, you know, who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? What my identity is as a black male um, in the world and in Canada specifically. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, there's a lot of diversity um, in Canada. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'll get into the music portion a little bit uh in just a second but there's a lot of diversity when it comes to you know people in relationships people you know in the workplace people out on the street but at the same time you know i mean there's there's still there's still a divide everywhere if that makes sense you know i mean so yeah i mean just in general it's i don't think it's gonna get any easier you know i mean making it through the ranks and everything like that going through you know different social situations um in it you know in itself but you know, it's not a terrible thing because I mean, me personally, <laughs> I love to be, <laughs> I love to be a young black male, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I find that, you know, there's so much power in, you know, being black, you know what I mean? There's so much, so much power in, you know, being able to have, you know, or at least, you know, create a voice for yourself. Kind Absolutely. Of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. So Trey, tell us a little bit um, about yourself. Cause like you said, you find us on Instagram and you see what we do. Mm-hmm. So just kind of let, uh, I guess our listeners kind of know what you do. And um, as we just said, you're from Canada. So just give us some yeah. insight on you. Most definitely. Most definitely. So I'm young up and coming uh, producer and songwriter from Toronto, Canada, um, you know, steadily, you know, making my name, um, uh, I guess, a little bit more known, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I strongly believe in, you know, finding truth and providing value and, you know, being inspired and inspiring and being inspired. You know what I'm saying? That's my big thing is to inspire and to be inspired. You know what I mean? When, in whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? Make a, make a change and make a difference. So that's, those are the type of values that I stand for. And, you know, first got my start, you know, making music as a young, young, young kid, um, watching videos, uh, <laughs> with Ryan Leslie, his beat making videos and everything like that. So that's like one of the first things that, you know, started me on my music production journey. But right. I mean, previously before that, you know, I was always interested in, you know, playing different instruments. So, mm. you know, the drums, the piano, the trombone, trumpet, wow. <laughs> guitar, like everything, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's what really was able to shape my, you know, my musical ear, um, you know, being able to play those different instruments. So that's a little bit about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I just strongly believe in, you know, just keeping steady and, and, and always being positive as a person. You got a yeah. little prince going on over here <laughs> playing all these instruments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, uh, we had a question for you. Um, do you know yes. Drake? Uh, <laughs> I don't know Drake personally, but I have worked with the OVO people. Oh, man. A couple of different situations. Yes, we'll a couple that. of different situations. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. Not going to name any names, but, you know, oh, I do a lot in the in the touring, the touring aspect. So there's a couple of people that are always, you know, it's always six, degree, six degrees of separation, if you know what I mean. That's what's up. So um, where can people find your um, social media? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Trey R Music, T-R-E-Y-R-M-U-S-I-C, or go to my website, TreyRmusic.com. And, you know, feel free. Check me out on SoundCloud as well, of course. You know, um, feel free to take a listen to all the music I produce for, you know, a couple of different artists. Um, you'll see on my on my profiles and just, you know, get in touch, connect for real. I've got, you know, my EP, my brand new, you know, debut EP kind of thing coming yes, out. I saw that. Um in August, you know what I mean? Next couple of weeks. Um and you know, it's called Tell Me. It's about, you know, our best kept secrets and you know, unleashing those secrets of the past as well as, you know, you know, being able to be vulnerable almost a little bit as um as a man, you know what I mean? And being, yeah. you know, being able to be more emotionally intelligent, you know what I'm saying? Not Mm. emotional, but emotionally intelligent as a man, you know what I'm saying? And being able to recognize, you know, what you're feeling, when you're feeling, how you're feeling and why you're feeling, you know what I mean? So that's definitely, definitely something that, uh, that you you guys should really look out for. The Tell Me EP coming soon, August, 2017. Mm. Check me out on social media for, for more details. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Trey, like I said, man, we we appreciate you. Thanks for you know for just even reaching out to us, man. And and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know for you being young, black, and opinionated, like I said, man, keep doing your thing, keep striving. But I got we got one last question for you. Just one. Yes. More. What's the baddest podcast in the land? YBO. Yeah. <laughs> the power of social media. Thank power. you so much, Trey. 
Yeah, you guys are growing really, really quickly. You know what I mean? I appreciate, appreciate that, man. <laughs> and it's good. I love it. Appreciate I love that. it. Tell a friend, tell a friend too. We taking calls later, so uh, yeah, tell Definitely. a friend, tell a friend, so we can go have it, have everybody on the uh, pod. Definitely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I appreciate you guys and all that you guys do. Have love a good, no have a good one, bro. Peace. All right, you too. Random shit of the week. Random shit of the week. Random. Which I got this week. So. I was on Snapchat and I follow a particular individual. Um, and I wish I would have, I can't screenshot, but I wish I would have done something to kind of save it. But she brought up an interesting idea and that's more so for women, um, in particular. So she, this individual, um, posted a snap and she basically was like, yo, I'm heated. So I'm like, hmm, let's see what's this, what she's heated about. So she begins to say that, um, she got pulled in, she worked at a, a particular job. Um, and, um, she got pulled in the office and her, her manager, who's a woman as well, basically told her that you're dressing too sexy for work. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so with that being said, you know how, you know, some managers do like, you know, I'm only telling you this because, um, you know, I want you to propel in, in the industry and do well and this, that, and the other, but you're dressing too sexy. And I didn't even add the word provocative assuming, um, to work. So she begins to contact her mom and um your mom gives her advice and basically says that, you know, you know, they probably don't want you to look better than them, uh, especially if they're older. And on top of that too, you know, they probably don't they don't want you to think you're a you're a threat, basically. So um and then she proceeds to send a picture of her mom and her mom looks nice too. She kinda, you know, got that nice body and build. Um <laughs> let me, mom, mom Oh, time. I was gonna say let me see. I, I forgot that. I, I didn't save it, but it but I guess the the convo that I wanna try to spark is that have you guys ever thought about or had have you ever been conscientious of the fact that when you get up and put your clothes on that you don't want to dress too sexy for work or if you put these shoes on like this might this might be too much for work. I mean well, I think I only say that about shoes and like heels because I'm that, yeah. just because I'm kind of tall and mm-hmm. I don't be wanting to draw the extra attention. And not that I have a problem with it, but sometimes I be like, I don't be trying to get all that at work. Um, in addition to just how maybe I may dress and I don't dress like too sexy, but sometimes, um, you know, just kind of being like one of the black people in the office. Some people think that, you know. I don't know, I guess in a sense, just they, they to me, they just kind of give you this look. And and my thought is I'm not as curvy as a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny that this topic came up because they just kind of redid the the dress code policy and things oh, wow. like that. Um, so we never really had one, I guess, in a sense. And I think it's more so for people that work in Madison because it's a bigger office. Um, but I know some, some people have remarks about some stuff that other people wear. And it's not of our race, which is ironic. But I, I get some stuff from like some coworkers and all oh, what you got on today, stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't see nothing wrong with what I'm wearing. So mm. I think as for us to be sometimes for me as, as a black woman, it is you get that, that second look sometimes. So, mm. but, um, nothing in particular though. Lassie. Um, sometimes, um, I am, I feel like sometimes my thighs or my butt is a bit much, um, like I wore a sundress to work the other day with us, with a cardigan and everybody was like, Oh my God, you have on a dress. Look at your butt, you know? And mm. then at that moment, something that I felt was okay and not too much felt like too much. Yeah. Like I was like, damn, if they, if they notice it, then the customer's going to notice it. Right. Then it's like, I'm trying to showcase my ass and I'm not. Um, so yeah, sometimes, but I've gotten that a lot. Um, mm. just from being thicker 
even when I was younger, like when my mom would take me clothes shopping, she would be like, if I was trying on a skirt or a dress, all right, bend over, let me see. Um, you know, I mean, that's what she did. Um, I don't, I've never really had any one of my um, employers tell me that I dress too, too sexy. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I do like there are times where I'm like, dang, my, my chest showing a little too much or something like mm-hmm. that. Like I think like maybe it's too much up here. Right. Um, but sometimes uh, then I just have to tell myself, well, boobs are natural. <laughs> 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 what they are? Press are natural. Uh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm saying though, but like, I can't like. I'm not trying to be sexual at work. I'm right. trying to do my job. Right, if, right, if you're right. being a perv looking at my titties and thinking something, that's on you. But that's what I was going to say. Like, have have there been an instance where you felt maybe um, someone might have gone too far or might have, you know, made a comment, inappropriate comment that, you know, you might not thought about it at first. But then down like, she trying to say something like I really you? I really can't say um, I'm pretty sure. If someone did say something about my body, it was coworkers, and they were yeah. talking about my butt. Everyone's talking about my butt. It's yeah. not. But really as a big men thing. of the opposite sex, I should say, I should maybe be more specific. As a, uh, someone of the opposite sex, sex said, you know, hey, nice, nice dress, you know. But the underlying, you kind of get that creepy feeling, like, okay, you're looking at, you know, my body, or oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. It's one coworker that I have, and it, like I said, it's not many black people in our office. And we know we joke around, we play around just about work mm-hmm. stuff. But sometimes he'll kind of point out, like, "Oh, yeah, I see you wearing this today," or "What, what you got on?" And they'd be like, "He, you can tell he likes it, but he kind of be like, you know, we at work." And I, it don't to me, it don't be nothing serious. And mm-hmm. I'd be thinking that, you know, in my opinion, we're around all these kind of older white people, and they just come to work or whatever they got on. And there's right. some people that come in too, and they wear stuff that be like too small, and they be right. they, but they see it as a joke, like look what she got on. But it, I feel like if it's me, it's like, oh, what you got on? Like, right, right. I'm trying to impress. Yeah, because yeah. I remember sometimes, like last year, I used to when I first started working in the city, I used to um just wear like jeans and stuff to work, just pants. And then I start when the summer came, I start wearing like more so dresses and sandals and stuff. And one of my coworkers she stopped me, he's like, you look so pretty when you wear dresses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just, and, it, and I ain't gonna lie, it kind of made me feel like okay, it ain't like too much because right, I, right. I just be wanting to come to work, like go home. I don't want no extra stuff. So right, right. and now when I start wearing it, sometimes people be looking like, okay, and I'm like. So, so yeah, I, I just think, you know, it is a little bit harder for us women sometimes. And, um, yeah. Even when we're not trying, people think we are. And, wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, mm. I can, you know, my coworker, she has um this shirt that's kind of see-through. We all mess with her about it. But she's, she's literally just wearing a shirt, right. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, who's looking that hard to mm-hmm. look at? any you know uh, look at her body like that right, right, right um or like when i wore the dress i'm like well damn why y'all in my ass right yeah i had like, a, a i wasn't co- trying to ex- put it out there for show shit is there yeah i had a coworker yeah. that we um she kind of she's like yeah uh, such and such is a it's a is a, a perv and i'm like who and like she's like that person there and i was like why you said that he's like yeah kind of caught him looking at my titties one day and i was like oh <laughs> Oh, I'm, I guess you said when me because I was kind of looking through one day, but um, uh, that's besides the point. I, mean, I tried my best I can to be, be professional. Like, I could be fully dressed. I was actually out with my boyfriend last weekend when I got um I bought some furniture, and there were three guys outside. Now I got on jeans, um, regular t shirt like this, mm-hmm. and my sandals. Dude stared at me for a good five minutes. I didn't notice it, but my boyfriend did. You know, <laughs> and I'm just like. 
dang, like I didn't even see, I wasn't even showing nothing for him to look at. Right, right. He was just looking and, right. you know, imagining, thinking, whatever he was doing. But right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that wasn't a time I was trying to be sexy or anything like that. It just so happened. I'm just regularly yeah. dressed and. Men are prayers. Um, yeah. Men are prayers. But no, not I, all, I, but yeah. Not all, not all. Uh, one out of three, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there, kind of get you guys' idea and, and other women out there too. Like I know as women, first of all, you guys don't get paid as much as we do. So on top of that, <laughs> what the hell? I'm just saying on top of <laughs> okay, that, just like that, just like the attorney uh, that ordered that you need to fix those I'm, I'm going to a point. Y'all don't get paid as much as we do as but, men. You know, but you're, the way you're saying it though, because if if we go to like maybe a certain job, there may be a woman that does make more than a man. So. Not put all some, women. Put, majority of the women. Put some facts in there. Put some of them quotes. I heard them. them, them I, I, the I think I get paid sixty-two. Uh, for instance, Trump in his office, the women get paid sixty-two Those cent less. Women. Okay. Those women get paid sixty-two. <laughs> but I'm just saying, in general, we but, know statistically that thank you. women. That's what I'm looking for. You just said, I know y'all women don't make as much as us. Me, like I'm, said, no, I'm not saying it beep, like that. I'm saying it beep, in a sense beep, that shut up, troublemaker. <laughs> I'm saying the sense that not on top of that, y'all don't get paid what we get paid, but y'all have to now worry about you know your okay. male work. I'm trying to get there. You want to let me get there? You, you did that last week, last week. Okay. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So y'all, y'all, yeah. Not on top of that, you have to worry about that. But now you have to worry about how you dress and how you look, and you know you're not look, you're not trying to entice anyone. You're just coming to work, and now here's that. So well, yeah, I wanted to ask you as a black man though, do you feel? um like a certain type of way going to work, you know, with, you know, the clothes you wear, yeah, shoes. I, I, mean, I had a big an, thing. I had an incident where, and I, and I think I thought about it and I should have really went to HR, but snitching. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go, but I, 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 in my job, um, it's, it's business casual, but sometimes I like to snazz it up a little bit. Snazz, um, <laughs> so snazz it up a little bit, maybe wear like a button up and a tie and a nice dress shoes and some pants and stuff like that. So I kid you not, I was walking back to my desk and, and, uh, someone was coming the other way. White guy, by the way, he said, uh, I said, Oh, you look great today. You got court date. Wow. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I was taken back and I was like, Mm. I should go to I could go to HR right now and um report that you that that comment was made because that, you know and I've had conversations with him. He live actually lives like by my house. Like I've seen him at my house by around my house before and I could just pull up on him if I really wanna do something crazy. Mm. But you know, I ain't gonna do that. But um but besides that though, I don't think as far as me, um, we have to be really, you know, maybe my hair. That's the only thing I would say. Like hair wise, I had to make sure the line on point, you know, this, that, and the other. If I, my fro, not fro, but if I get, you know, hair get too wild and crazy, you know, I got to make sure I get it tamed because mm. for me personally, I don't like feeling that way, but you could think that, you know, maybe one might think it's not presentable. You know what I mean? So, but mm. as far as like how you guys have to worry about how your fit and outfit looks and stuff like that, I don't think I have to worry about that. I don't think men in general have to worry about that. Your pants will be too tight some days. No, well, look no. at my butt cheek. I maybe women might be looking at my butt. I don't Please know. Say it. Uh, <laughs> I, we already know what you're about to say. No, no, no. Please. Don't be using. Don't be As using. fat. <laughs> I'm surprised y'all haven't used that as a clip yet. Like y'all H A T. I'm surprised y'all have not yeah, used that as a clip yet. Like what? There's a drop yet. Ass fat, head fat. <laughs> head fat. 
Hilarious. Um, I, I don't know. Sam, you said it, not me. Yeah. No, my father was. But yeah, no. Oh, 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 I have to worry about getting hard too. You know, be careful about not getting uh, hard. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes. Just talking shut up. When you can come here for a second, I don't know for some reason like it's, I'm hard and it's like oh shit. Now I have to think about death and murder and all that stuff. Anyway, your ass is a distraction. I said I can't control this. Distraction. Yeah. So yeah, let us know your thoughts, uh, listeners. Have there has there been a time where you know ladies or guys that you've been to work and you felt a little bit uncomfortable, or um, somebody must have said something to you about being sexy or yeah. too sexy or whatever, things like that. Let us know. Yeah. Well, me and my cousin were talking, and um, <laughs> exaggerated ass. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my uh, my podcast. Well, uh, my name is Moana J. So, have you guys ever thought about, um, have you ever thought about having a friend of yours and maybe they went through a relationship with their boyfriend, a girlfriend, uh, y'all case boyfriend, and ever thought about like ever, maybe you thought that your friend was not right for them and maybe you might have been a better match? I object. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> so, ever, like, have you ever attempted uh, to try to date your ex? Your, ex, your, your friend's ex? Uh-uh. Or would there ever been a, it'd be a situation where you think it would be cool? No. Um, um, me, me, <laughs> me personally, I would not do it. Oh. Um, but I always tell people, you never know who the love of your life is going right, to be. Right, right. <laughs> um, happens to be your best friend's ex. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like. If my friend was like real, real, like real deal talking, had a relationship with this guy, mm-hmm. it's automatically that's an automatic mm-hmm. no. Um, if it was, if they were, I guess to me, if it was like they texted a few times and they kind of figured out they didn't like each other. But is that like an ex though? Is that just like right? No, I'm talking about an actual ex. Like an actual, actual ex, like y'all oh, dated, actual ex. Vacations together. No, I'm just breaking down. All of that. No. If if I feel like if my friend thought that that was okay, yeah, you gonna pass up love for some friendship? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, get out. <laughs> Let me just flip the table over. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you never. Oh, I'm just saying, you'll never know. <laughs> take my I need to speak. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, because uh, we just talking. Take my mic. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to need my mic. Look, uh, let me get the boards. <laughs> Petty. Get the boards. No. So what about what about what about marriage though? What about divorce? Like, say what for instance, it? you know, your friend married their uh, significant other, mm-hmm. got divorced, mm-hmm. and they've been divorced for seven eight years, and then mm-hmm. you know, down the line, you still kept in contact with their, you know, sick fig, yeah, sick fig or ex sick fig, and you guys spark off a relationship. Is Did that fair? To Parker's, I don't know. We and they'll date a male, Nikki Parker. But do you think that's fair? Do you think that's disrespectful, or do you think that's fair? I feel like if you know I had deep feelings for this person and in the extent of our relationship, why do you think that you would be? I mean, you may think that you're a better match for them, for them yeah. than me, but right. why would you want to date them? Mm-hmm. I guess that's the, that's the question about it because I be feeling like now that I think about it, I don't want to stop somebody from finding love if that's what it is. But it's like, why would you want to date somebody that I was married to for some time? And like, why? Like, I, I put it like because with divorce, think about divorce. It's easy to get married. Anybody can easily get married, but mm-hmm. with divorce, it's very hard. You got to go through marriage counseling. You got to right, go right, through right. X, Y, and Z. So I feel, I me personally, I wouldn't do it, but I feel like 
if I go, we go through all these necessary steps, lawyers involved to divorce. That means I really, I really didn't want you. you no more. Like yeah. I really don't want you no more. The love is gone, like fizzled out. But and my friend, you know, my friend ahead. dates them, and it's like. You know, maybe it might work. I mean, I, I, hey, you got a leg up. Like, hey, bro, she don't like this. She like... Uh, but I, but I, I guess that's what it is. It'll be weird. Like, y'all, maybe right. you got a new chick or whatever wife, and he hanging out with your ex-wife, and that's your friend for so many years. I think that's, like, weird. It's like, were you crushing on her the whole time? Like, right. Like, not that... But it's like, I, I don't really care no more. But still, I, th- I just think it's weird. Like, it's and just I, weird. I think it would be weird. And if you're married and y'all got kids, then... Yeah, you got a cousin but, friend. Then, <laughs> look, then Uncle, Uncle Todd go to Daddy Todd. Look, Daddy Todd. Stepdad. Talk, like, I mean, well, at least you know. At least you know he cool. <laughs> uh, it's like the, like the hey, Jackson. Uh, uh, got a call. <laughs> this is gonna be a good question. <laughs> <laughs> YBL podcast. Who's this? Hey yo, it's your boy McCoy. It's really good with y'all. Hey, right, what's good, McCoy? It's what's your good? Boy. It's the real, real McCoy. McCoy. Splash God, aka Young Splash, Splash, Splash God. God. Yeah, Splash, Splash, Splash. Hey, hey, you already know what time it is. Um, <laughs> Tool time. <laughs> so we got a we got a good question for you. So um, me and my cousin was talking, and we had a conversation. We were talking about dating, possibly dating your best friend's ex. Mm-hmm. Are you opposed to it? Ah. Very much so opposed to it. Uh, <laughs> Why so? Um, okay, so I just I don't know I don't know. For me, I think there's like there should be there should be some actual written rule somewhere that you can't just date your friend's ex. Like if that's your like, and it's not I'm not talking about like y'all like date smash. You never know who you're gonna smash. fall in love with. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you should be trying to you fall listen, in love baby, listen. with your friend's ex. Listen, like, if that's, your, if that's your friend and they were really together, then you should already know you shouldn't be getting... If that's the ex now, you shouldn't even be close to old girl or oh, old true. boy. Like, you shouldn't even be... And that what you say, Mawanda? Really in the vicinity of... If, if that's your... Serenity. I just feel like if that's your... If that's <laughs> your, if that's your <laughs> yeah, I... I, I, mean, I okay, so what, and we even took it a step further. So what if, like, your homeboy... So your, your homeboy, he was at the wedding, you the best man, you got the ring and everything. Sweet and, places. Right. And, uh... Y'all and she he divorces his wife, and you know you were real close to the wife as well too. And she confides in you during the time of the divorce, like I don't know what happened, this that and the other. And she try to you know she kind of develop a thing for you. Are you going? No. First of all, <laughs> set up little. No. Nah, first of all, if, if, if I'm the best man at his wedding and he divorced her, um, sorry, wife, we ain't that close no more. That's just the realization of it. That's just like boo. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Like, don't you? Hey, sometimes <laughs> I'm sorry. Till you do right by me, everything you do gonna fail. He said, "I'm gonna splash my ass this way." <laughs> Young splash, <go. laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't nah, do that. I'm not. Nah, you're in the wrong pond. <laughs> go away, Mohan. No, I'm, 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 I'm dead ass serious about that. Like that shit, just not. If that's my friend, mm-hmm. and that's really his. Well, that's not a thing I should be pursuing or trying to pursue. Like someone sounds very strongly and, about this, <laughs> right? Right. Like, and, and don't and for real though, smashing sex is sex. Sex is something different than having a relationship with somebody. Like if I was in a relationship with somebody and my friend now tries to go and jump in a real life, like fam, you gotta you not my so friend to me. You said not, you said smashing in a relationship is different. So if your friend just had sex with her. And then she tried to and talk to you. You would go. Uh, I, me personally, no. Me personally, <laughs> not at all. Like, I, well, 
too funny. There's, 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 so there's, there's, there's some layers. There's layers to a lot of Young Splash God. There's layers to some things, but here's the thing. If they were in a relationship, nah. If they're in a relationship, that's not what I asked you. I asked, said, sir. I asked if if it was just sexual. And then she, they just, they stopped talking. They, they stopped having sex. And she's like, you know what? I really liked you all this time. And she tried to make a move. You going or not? Uh, <laughs> Sound like a yes. He said, uh, guess what? I, I did. did. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to come out. Um, he was about to come out. That shit this funny. Get, That's so funny. This is when you get those loose up. Well, thank you so uh, much, Real McCoy. <laughs> that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> she said no, bro. Those were the words. Get the logical side, please. No, we keep it all of it. So basically, if it was a relationship, it's a no. If it was just sex, it's a yes. A possible, but not all the way. Possible, I feel you. Okay, I got three in a possible. He's playing spades. All right, right, bro, we appreciate you calling in, man. All right, good-looking gang, 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 gang. God, (laughs) done. Hilarious. Uh, You're gonna be in a pond by himself. (laughs) 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 Said, was the pussy good? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Special got proof. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I Me mean, personally, I don't. I, I, the reason why I said that, too, because I had a friend that in, in our group that um, mm-hmm. he was guilty of that. He's done that before. And one of our one of the OGs of the group had to sit him down and say, look, bro, that's the, what you're doing is not good. Like, you can't go and, mm. and try to talk to something that we've exed. And now you think you can spark something or get something out of it. Because now that looks like while we were talking, you had already had some type of affection or, you know, type of lust for that person right. afterwards. So what if they had the lust before and you just ended up with her? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a good question. You got you kind of got to dead that. I had a situation where one of my my, my homie, um, like we both I didn't know he liked the chick, but we both liked the chick. And mm. he, he got there for I went to this. I was in the student union. And next thing you know, he's on there on the couch talking and laughing and gigging. I'm like, was you salty? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I was salty a little bit. See, this goes back to last week. You niggas don't care about each other. No, <laughs> no. He do, he did actually care because he mm. found out that she was actually crazy and she was oh, really, really problem. emotional. He didn't care. But he, he, didn't he, care he took he one for the team. She was crazy. He vetted her. And he no, took one for the team. He got her first and found out she was crazy first. Saved right. her life. <laughs> but she but shout out to her. She's married now, got a kid. And, you know, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, maybe it was him. Maybe it was him. It, it, it was him. You were the problem, sir. <laughs> I'm done. Hilarious. All right. So yeah, yeah. So that that was, you know, that was that was the question that we came up with. And um, I don't know what y'all think. You know, have you, are you are you currently in that situation? Have you found somebody that you are you you know dating the ex, your friend's ex, and y'all yeah, relationship is way better? Right, we won't judge. I mean, Fuck right. that. I got the gavel over here, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 well, judge reads me a little different. You, this you dumb. You're a crackhead. You said you're a crackhead. <laughs> You said, and you didn't. What was it again? You're a crackhead, you're dumb. Sit down, shut up, sit no, down. No. <laughs> that was the one, dude. You <laughs> said, Judge, you said, sit down, shut up. <laughs> Did he say something about being unprepared? Yeah, unprepared. He said, you're a crackhead. No, he said, he said you're a crackhead, something, something, and you didn't bring everything. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you didn't bring everything. Oh, yeah, man. Judge Math is when you're sponsored. Shout out to Judge Math. <laughs> <laughs> Time for my nine. Ooh, na, 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 na. So the Anana of this week is, uh, it's a question. Question. 
Oh, that was loud. That was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of sexy a little bit, but all right. What, make you look sick? Hold on. Uh-oh. Get back over there with the sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See your, your boundaries. I broke up with my girlfriend of almost three years because I was very unhappy with our sex life. I spoke to her about it on several occasions and gave her almost a year to fix the problems. When I realized she wasn't changing, I decided to just end the relationship. Now she's trying to guilt trip me into getting back with her. Why can't women take responsibility for what they for what they do that ruins relationships? What you think, Marja? Since you over here clapping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody might um, um, Why can't y'all take responsibility? Like, uh, uh, the sex is bad. It's terrible. I and mean, if we gave you a year, take responsibility. I oh, broke up no. with my boyfriend almost three years oh. ago because I was very unhappy <laughs> with him. No, no, I spoke no, to him no, about no. it on several occasions. Mm-mm, gave him no. almost a year to fix Mm-mm, the problems. When I realized Mm-mm. he wasn't changing, I decided Oop. to just end the relationship. Now he's trying to guilt trip me into getting back mm-hmm. with him. Why can't men take responsibility for what mm-hmm. they do that ruins relationships? Y'all know we ain't shit. We finally got one. We finally got one. Well, y'all ain't shit. Here he goes. So, so shout out to Issa Rae. Uh, so, um, I was <laughs> going to call Lawrence. you somebody else, Lord. Mwanje. <laughs> yes. I, you gave them a year to figure it out, to get it together. Like, you know, and, and sex is an important part of a relationship. Is so, it? yeah, it is. It is. is. It is. Uh, God. Couldn't be. Then <laughs> But, um, I, that's that's assumed like what was she wasn't doing right like. But what is she doing right? I, maybe the head was like not good. Like if the head right, I'll be there every night. And uh, you know it probably wasn't right, so he's, mm. she's gone. She's out of the picture. So mm. like now now part of it's on him too. Now if he said okay. he gave her a year and he didn't say anything as far as like teacher like what he likes and what he doesn't like. That's a very good point. Then it's kind of on him too. Because you need to be vocal about what you want. But we're going to assume in this case that he did. And she just went on up to the picture. Like, you need to even step up, my friend. Like, you got you to gotta step up. Like, he like his balls jiggled. Like, when you haven't said, when you get in that head, jiggle the balls. Like, you got to do that. Let, let's, let's, let's take it like Mwan Jay said. Let's, let's, let's break this thing down. Let's, let's break it down. Let's, let's give it the same energy that the question gave us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I spoke to her on several occasions mm-hmm. and gave her almost a year to fix the problem. So when you spoke to her, what did you say? If I was him, I'm saying, uh, babe, you know, what? <laughs> try this, Mm-mm. do that. No. <laughs> like, See where this is so getting you? Nasty. Like, like just get nasty with it. Like you gotta, babe, spit on it. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you use my mic. Like this is real talk. Like you gotta get nasty when you give a head. Like, babe, get nasty. Like, and that's the thing though. Like, if he really loved her, then you know maybe he could have <laughs> instead of giving her almost a year, which I'm assuming it was only six months. He said it's almost a year. It could be six, seven, eight months. So if he really loved her, he would have maybe tough it out a little bit longer mm-hmm. um and then if she really loved him maybe she would have tried to you know try those things and maybe she would have liked them maybe he would have brought out an yeah. inner freak that she knows yeah. she probably didn't have i guess that's my question though when you say you spoke to her what did you say I, I, to me i guess i think my mind's thinking speaking to someone about it is different than saying let me help you let me tell you what i like. but the thing about sex is very difficult to speak about because that's an action that you have to but you, you have just, to be in the moment, in the process. But you just said, guide him into it. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's down there giving me head. Babe, try this. Do that. Like, is that not speaking to her about it? 
I mean, from what he's saying to me, I'm just taking it as you say the f word, face right. fv, face value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you telling me you spoke to her on several occasions. What it, I guess you you need to elaborate more on what you mean by speaking to okay. her. Okay, so so maybe they. Tried That's like to- okay, our sex is born just right now versus we in the moment and it's like oh, okay. I feel maybe like if you're trying to tell somebody guys. What the fuck? You want some hot sauce? Babe, like, like, spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, can you spice it up a little bit in, in the bedroom? Like, maybe wear this when you come to the bedroom, or maybe, you know, you know, maybe, you know, when you, after you get done, maybe cook naked or, you know, whatever, like, spice it up a little bit. It's probably, it sounds like it's boring. Like, she sounds like she, she's dry. Like, she just sit there and just take it. Like, it's like, no, no, but scratch me, bitch. Slap me or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> scratch me, bitch. Like, do right. something. Dig, dig your nails into my back. Let me know that i'm that i'm i'm taking that shit. like i'm getting that shit i guess it depends on the type of person because i guess my mind's thinking too if 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 you're we're in the moment and you're telling me you like it this way you want me to do it that way i think oh in a year i think i'll be able to figure the shit out so that's why i, I right. say when you speak to her did you speak to her like hey this shit is boring let's figure it out or are we in the moment let's try this let's try that because i i don't know i guess mm, yeah. were you that more like you know mm. sound like me what's her name <laughs> Fatty, uh, i have no. a question mm-hmm. mm. can you actually read it to me one more time i definitely can I broke up with my girlfriend of almost three years, all three of y'all, Oof. because I was very unhappy with our sex life. That's a, that's a while. I, didn't, I, I spoke to her about it on several occasions and gave her almost a year to fix the problems. I'm suffering. When I, <laughs> okay. When I realized she wasn't changing, I decided just to end the relationship. Now she's trying to guilt trip me into getting back with her. Mm. Why can't women take responsibility for what they do? To ruin relationships. The last part he could have threw out, threw out. It really would, but I just like the fact that he's on Team Lawrence. Hey, <laughs> um, my question was my question was going to be um, were they having sex this whole time or not having sex? Um, but I guess he, when he said when he realized that she wasn't changing, then he was kind of done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of well, that was icing on the cake. But I guess for me, the whole responsibility part. So her yeah. not willing to change is her ruining the relationship. Yeah, that that's big. Like if she if there's a certain thing that well, you who really love somebody, wasn't willing though, because you're like, right. yeah, maybe but, maybe but she three, tried just yeah. not how he wanted her yeah. to. So don't 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 do that. I don't know. Maybe she was maybe she was going an inch and he wanted a mile. Nah, look, listen, she she trying to guilt him back, and so there's some some type of feeling that she had to try to guilt him back into it. That maybe she maybe well you know I'll suck your dick better. <laughs> Come back to me, be my boyfriend. I wonder no. what she's saying, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I feel like... You never gave me a fair chance. <laughs> but three years, though? And three years and then some months to, like, hey, this is... I've been telling you for three years, this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, tell me. Tell me. Like, uh-huh. do the... Do the uh-huh. Tell do the salt and pepper when you when you, you give me head. Do the salt, salt and pepper thing. You know what I'm saying? Salt do and little, pepper, baby. Salt and pepper. Yeah, really? do the salt and pepper and, and spit on it, please. Spit. Oh my god! The, the wetter the better. What does that do to you? This is the wetter the better. And plus, it's just nasty. It's like ugh. like you just disgust. You like me. that nasty shit. Since you're just disgusting. You disgust me. Like <laughs> ugh. Like, just, so you want to be disgusted but turned down at the same time? Two hours yeah. on be a don't, dirty. Like, I don't. Right? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like don't boob on me nothing like that I don't know uh, all that mess <laughs> like yeah none of that it's some people are turned movie. on by piss I'm not I some people are turned on about piss yeah I'm not title I'm not. Hey, title <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. oh P is wet <laughs> oh, um, N-T-Y. but yeah so I don't know so I don't know. Reese, I, mean, I mean go ahead Lassie. I was gonna say I just I don't feel like 
I'm not going to say it's her responsibility to meet his every need because maybe he could have been more understanding to why right. she wasn't mm. that open. You know, it could have been something. Maybe she's shy. Maybe she had an, an experience in her <laughs> past or something like that. <laughs> something like that. That's a um, good point. That's a good point. Like, um, I mean, maybe she trying to. I don't know why she would try to guilt him back. I mean, if she's not willing to change, then she shouldn't want him back because he's still gonna want what he wants sexual wise true. from her. Right. Um, and she's not. I mean, how inadequate does one feel? And me personally, I feel inadequate if I'm not pleasing my partner to the best of their ability. You know, to the best of my ability. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, let's like take for y'all. Okay, switch it. The road switch. He he eating y'all out and he doing this to the to the. To the just doing that to the to the cooch. Like, I mean, I know parents, parents you know, like, don't like, call it cooch. <laughs> don't call that it cooch. That was disturbing. Don't call it cooch. <laughs> I don't want no head no more. <laughs> Done. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, something that you said, Lassie, kind of sparked my, my brain here. You said something about him not kind of being understanding in a sense to um, her, like basically how she's feeling, like what's going through her mind. Maybe she's shy. So, right. And I guess what I said it to say, relationships, relationships are give and take. Three you know years, what I'm saying? Three years shy? You shy for three years? Maybe. Maybe he wasn't doing three shit to open her years. up. Maybe he, shy. That's, that's what I say. Maybe he wasn't doing anything to open her up. Right. If, if you're expecting something to be done that's, a certain way and just you telling me this is weak. Just how he's saying that it's her responsibility yeah. for this. It's his responsibility to make her right. feel comfortable that's and, why make, I said, and let her open up. We need more to the question. Yeah, I guess that's one of my things too. But it's like, okay, three years, and from what you're telling me, I spoke to her on several occasions. She wasn't changing, so I dumped her. How did you say it, and what did you say? You know what I mean? Okay, that's y'all was together for three years. I'm I'm hoping. I'm pretty sure. I want to guess y'all loved each other. It was. It was. It was real. You just dumped her for three years. Let's say for three years, he adequately. Told him, told her what he wants. Why you stay with her Babe. for three years? Then you didn't figure this out you in the first chance. year, a couple Just months. Give her a chance and let her try to get this, figure no, it out. Get it together, that, man. Babe. When you cook dinner, you, you probably just wear it. Fuck that nigga girl. <laughs> Come over here to YBO. Find you a nigga that's gonna tell you, you know, just do it this way, do it that way, and you ain't gotta worry about no three year nigga. Oh, no, she's been in it's over here like losing her teeth Ugh, get off me uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm sick of this you said do a flip just flip, <laughs> do a flip. Right. I'm right I'm totally it's all dry Nick's still dry uh, he keeps saying the same thing it's like a never ending circle I'm with sorry. you I'm sorry I'm sorry he, he, he just like that nigga but focusing on that one thing. part here's my thing right I was just about to say here's my thing we talking about sex as a whole, and the only thing you keep referring to is head. I'm right. just, I'm just that was thinking, my first thought. You I'm went thinking, right like, there. I, this is, that's just what you times, like, though. Yeah, but a lot of times maybe he mashing, throwing it back. Get right, on top. That, that's true. That's probably true too. Maybe she's just a weak fuck. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm just sorry. For three years though, you, three you years. sat there for three years. Let her be a weak and, fuck. Hey, right. Listen, you probably right. been cheating too. Like I'm I mean, saying, but I'm saying, I'm saying he's the whole word of like that. You said the last part could have been thrown out. Yes, it could have because it's his responsibility as well. Like Reese said, you yeah. gonna sit there and just have boring ass sex with somebody for three years? For three years? That's so he should dumped her sooner. Yeah, if it was a real, if it was a real problem. So yeah. why, why? Okay, so two years. So what if he dumped her two years? Same thing. So it doesn't matter. It's but three, he gave her three but, but, good okay, years. Okay, look, look at how you niggas are. All you niggas. <laughs> first thing y'all be thinking about for, before y'all probably think about being with a woman is sex. So right. 
Yeah. Okay, I mean, so that's the first thing I know the, about the you. The first couple times you had Car- a sex with Car- her, why not say that? Car- Carmichael show. Carmichael show. Point proven. Probably he was having sex before they got in a relationship. Right. He started. That's true, too. Maybe. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. That, we, we don't know. But assume, let's assume he didn't. Let's assume no, he didn't. No, no. I'm just trying to get yourself to she got. She probably got a cold. Oh, she got a cold body. I know she do. She got a cold body. He don't know how to use it. Oh, man. That's just a waste. I'm sorry. He a waste. He wasted his own time. He probably He was being a good man trying to uh, work the thing that's a on good out. man wasting time no wasting no no not wasting time. time giving her a chance and now Three he probably years? Didn't, you, he didn't you, cheat it he, he probably didn't cheat he gave her he probably tried. he told her on several occasions probably sat her down probably showed her some pornos we don't know how he told her if he yeah, if he said in the midst of we don't know that's the only thing we don't know that's a big key but we do know we do know that he stayed three no 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 he wasted three years you're looking at it then dumped him negatively if you if you if you leave me on for three years and we go on lead you on we spoke to you Listen, you. What did you say? We, he we spoke. don't know. We spoke. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it's here. A tree of y'all. Uh-huh. A tree of y'all years. Now, now what? you want to leave because my sex is weak. Now, right. shit. If it been weak, why you ain't saying don't, nothing? Don't, don't, don't niggas be the main ones? Like man. He probably talked to his boys too, bro. Like she, man, she can't even throw it back. She ride. It'd be weak. It'd be, oh, bro. Hey, bro, just leave her. I mean, three years. Still, at the end of the day, I feel like the responsibility is on both of them. Exactly, I agree. More so on her. She, she didn't. Uh, she did not heed his warning. Like he's, he, he probably him. I'm pretty sure he probably. I wonder what like, she's trying to use as a guilt trip, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to know. Too. I that know. and then what did he say to her? Because just, I feel like maybe she has a point with her guilt trip. That's why he's asking the fucking question. You borrow my car to go to work. Um, why well, I gotta be there? You talking about negative? That's negative. I'm just saying, well, how can she guilt a man? I, I really don't know. But, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe there's something like, that he think, did not do. Think, like, think, think about it. Like, what could she have ultimately I, I want to tie this into the whole, I spoke to her thing. And then mm. he said, I spoke to her on multiple occasions. But now she's guilt tripping him into whatever she's trying to say. So that's why I say she maybe. cheated on her. Maybe he didn't speak to her as we're thinking, like you said, in the, in the midst of that showing how too. to do things. And she said, well, you didn't really tell me how you wanted it. That's probably what she's probably, I, that's an example. You told me to give it to you. So that's a really good example. Just, that's what I'm saying. I guess that's what I've been trying to say. There's a multitude of things we don't know. Right. And I'm just like for three, for three whole years, my sex was just whack. And you, you, you it, let's give you the, the benefit of it. You, you've been showing me how to do this for three years and I didn't figure it out. Like it could be possible, but like three whole years, like, yeah, and you just gonna sit there, and and, and, I'm, and don't get me wrong, it's probably other re- <laughs> the dude from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably other redeeming qualities that she had, but for him, that's probably was his deal breaker. The sex was bad. Like you have every, she probably got a, a great one. I, I guess for me, not to cut you off, for me, if I'm gonna have a deal breaker, it's gonna happen well before three yeah. damn years. Mm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep giving chance after chance if, if the sex ain't good. If that was my thing, if that was one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, this is not good. I don't feel satisfied. I'm not going to keep enduring weak sex right. for everything else. Because I can find everything else plus good sex in someone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, it, That's true. That's and true. y'all niggas be the main ones. Main mm-hmm. one what? That sex ain't far. I'm... And this nigga over there. <laughs> he sitting, did. He hit the piece. In three years. And three, he gave her a chance. Like, y'all don't see the fact that this man took three years Why to give his, his... Huh? Why are you caping? What you mean? 
Why are you trying to make like you're trying to make a case for this guy right now? Yeah. No, yes, he 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 did everything right. I how I'm assuming, well, we just I'm said assuming. there are factors we don't. There's factors we don't know. There's factors we don't there's know. You, we don't you know, know we don't know how he of, said it to her. Off of this, <laughs> off of just the quote right there. Yo anon, yo anon that you make. Yo anon. What quote? Ooh, no, 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 no. Your anon, I'm saying. What quote? What quote from it? What What, what are you saying? Uh, he gave he her three. Quote. Yeah, that's meant to say. I meant to say. Okay. Anon. From your non that you're reading right now, okay. that you just read okay. twice. Okay. Uh, three of y'all, three yeah. times. Thank you. Go you read three, three, three times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong that he did. It's her. It's, it's you her just said the end part of it needed to be cut out. I said, you he, just he, agree he with could, her and said, you I just said agree with Lassie and said left that. that out. But you just that listen. But you it's just, her fault. It you just agree with Lassie and said that. Oh my God. Is it? We're not getting nowhere. We just sat here and said that there's parts that we don't know. There are big factors, but you're now you're going to go back to, I'm assuming. None of that make. No, no, no. Sir, don't wait three years. Okay. You you knew. Sir sir and ma'am. Be honest. Had he said four? Like, it doesn't matter three years he gave her enough time in but, his mind but he's not being honest with himself or with her true that he's is not, very true he's not being honest but like i said she probably had redeeming qualities that he was like okay i'm just gonna keep giving this a chance maybe it's gonna change well i mean uh, okay i get that but like i said i'm not gonna keep waiting around right. for someone to get something right when i can go find someone else that'll yeah. do everything that's, and get that one thing right that's for him though he felt that three years was adequate enough time for her to no, try to did. get well he now he got tired of the pussy not being the way he wanted shit now he and that's how he felt he felt that way the whole time. No, how you know that he did not say that? He did not say that. Okay, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, Thank as you, far ladies and gentlemen. As... This, week, this has been our crazy, crazy Adnan. Um, <laughs> it's it's been it's been heated. It's been real. Um, Take responsibility, women. If your shit is not good, step your game. Okay, up. and men also check your responsibility. No, no, that's not what we're talking about here. Adnan says, "Women, step your game up." That ain't if what it say. If he asks say, you, "How come women?" But as a man, throw it back. As a man, okay. <laughs> as a man, he could have been responsible as well and let her know on a. We don't know what he said. Right, but he said something. All right, something was said. All right, it ain't no, it ain't no winning here. We didn't lose. Okay, so uh, Mwanjay lost, and this, is, this has been our nine of the week. All right. Look at your shoes. Oh, that was great. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Quote of the week. 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 Be crazy. Be stupid. Be silly. Be weird. Be whatever. Because life is too short to be anything but happy. Mm. So, um, I'm going to go along, along of the lines of this. Alonzo. <laughs> along the lines. <laughs> Your time as a caterpillar has expired. <laughs> It's gonna get there. It's gonna get there. It's gonna get there. Your time as a caterpillar caterpillar has expired. (laughs) (laughs) Your wings are ready, ladies and gentlemen. You've done all the planning. You've done all the research. You've done all the the studying. You've done all everything that you need to do. Go jump, jump off the jump off the cliff. Jump off the cliff. Okay. You no. Know, spread those too. wings. Do a flip. Do a, <laughs> Do a flip. flip. I'm going straight down. <laughs> you've been thinking. You've been planning. You've been researching. You've been talking to people. You've been doing all the things that you need to do to prepare to your whatever your goal is. Hmm. Now it's time to execute. All right. So lose that weight. Preach that way. Get Go to that job. Don't wait three years. Don't For wait. Don't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me always bring up old shit.
First of all, it's not OG. <laughs> Five minutes ago. She was like three minutes it's ago. The same episode. <laughs> the same energy. <laughs> but yeah, yo, yo, just spread your wings and fly. Just jump. This time. Spread my it's, wings it's and fly oh. away. Word to R. Kelly. I believe. Let me stop. <laughs> I was gonna say, damn, R. Kelly, damn. Did we talk about him? Give a head, give good head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fly, 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 fly. I remember we did a uh, drill today at school, <laughs> summer camp and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a drill. It was like oh. a ready, like, like praise dance and shit. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> touch it, bring it. Question back. of the week from episode thirty-seven, going into thirty-eight. All right. <clears throat> what was your best drop the mic moment? Three years ago, no, I was playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Reezy go. Oh. I guess I'm trying to think like drop the mic. Is it like booyah or is it like I just had a great moment and it's like, like Barack Obama dropped the yeah, mic. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to I'm trying to say um I guess it's like the end scene closing. Mm-hmm. Um off top probably graduating from college. Mm. Um I feel like when when you think of all the years that pass and you just yeah. kind of going through the process and I kind of not, not that I got emotional but just kind of um, walking through the line, you know, when they line you up and you're going to take your little picture and you go and you take it. And once you, you see all your people in the audience wave and you like, damn, like I'm really fucking here. And I think that I wouldn't even say to naysayers. It was for myself. It was just like all them times where you was up all night and you was going to work and going to school. Like this shit really, Ooh, this shit, so big. this it's shit big. really, you, you here, you know what I'm saying? So I think that was a moment when I, when I felt like I, I crossed the stage, grabbed mm-hmm. my shit, and sat down and watched everybody else. I dropped that motherfucker when I stepped off that last stair. So it was like, you know, finally the closing ended of that chapter. So oh, yeah. dude, that's, that's, dude, you hit it. Like, I'm just thinking about like all those times where your paper dude, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you go ahead, right in this motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> And then it's for some reason your computer always mess up like it don't want to yeah. like post to the discussion board. Like to God. you gotta re you gotta reload it and do it all over again. Type my shit in Word and paste it next Waking time up shit. in the morning, like tired as a fool, mm-hmm. going to class oh, um, worrying man. about which class you gotta skip because this class is more important <laughs> than the other class. Like, look, nap shit. like look, oh man, that that's big. But I'm gonna go on the long lines of that, but um my particular situation when I was getting ready, prepared to uh, graduate. So you sit next to the person that you never met in your life, but mm-hmm. because his last name ends with T, um, and and y'all, you know, you mean start with T. You start with T. Um, yeah, that's point. You're right. You're right. Um, so you got to sit next to this person. So I'm, I'm like looking at my book, like, okay, when they're gonna say the T's and this and the other. My ex called and was like, oh, hey, you know, by the way. That's um, funny. That's the best story ever. By the way, you know, now mind you, I, we went to church together, so I'm no longer at the church. And she's like, oh, yeah, such and such is about and to become a preacher. How long have you been removed? Like, um, so, so it's about, no, it's months, actually, because I was getting ready. No, was it a year? I think it was about a year. Um, mm. Year or maybe six, seven months. And um, Mind you, in the relationship, you know, she kind of wanted me to stop going to school, drop out, and like get a full time job, and mm. you know, be a family man. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. You so, know, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and she called and wanted me to, you know, like you know, schedule like you can come, you know, today, this and the other. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I'm, I'm at my graduation right now, and she was like, oh, congratulations, click, like. And the next thing you know, a fury of text messages from her family, mm-hmm. uh, dad and mom, like hit me up. Said, "Congratulations! I always knew you could do it." Um, so hmm. that was my drop the mic moment. Like, boom! Like you told me That's to do X, Y, Z. I did the opposite. So 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, so right now I don't know, but mm. for sure next week when we come back and talk about it, I shall have something. Mm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, again, everybody, that's our uh, question of the week from 37 going into 38. What's your best drop the mic moment? Um, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R R A. Four Ys. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. <laughs> and I'm Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E E. And on Instagram and Twitter at La Creme Lola. And it's your boy Mwanje, M-W-A-N-J-E. Uh, you can follow me on um, Snapchat, Twitter, and Tumblr at Mwanje the Gemini. And then uh, IG and Facebook at Mwanje, M-W-A-N-J-E. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening to our banter for the last, <laughs> what, hour and almost what, two. Almost two. Uh, we truly appreciate everything that you do. Um, like I said, you know, maybe you're listening to us right now and you're at work or cleaning up or whatever. In your car. In your car. In your car. Uh, whatever you're doing, we just thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us, you know, Black and Opinionated. And if you have any questions or concerns or anything, just just hit us. Hit us up. YBO Podcast at gmail.com yes. and social media across the board, YBO Podcast yeah. MKE. Um, I guess before we get out of here, how y'all feel about this episode this week? I feel like it was good. I felt nice like, debates and nice yeah, yeah, topics. Yeah. To argue with this I, like I got one for the men. <laughs> yeah, I got one for the men this week. And yeah, shout out to um, Trey. Trey. Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely yeah, we got one. something very special. Um, you probably already heard it right now. By yeah. now, so <laughs> so, so that's <laughs> that's possibly a new segment of why are you young, black, and opinionated? So yeah, yeah. So episode Bye, y'all. seven. Bye. Peace. <laughs>